Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. It's a me, a man, the Garcia. <laughs> Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clamp down. Clamp down. Clamp down. Clamp down. Pirates are going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome on in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios on a cool but beautiful day in eastern North Carolina. Welcome in on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And to be a part of the show and watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube, as uh, we're going to have a fun one today. We got some guests coming up. We've got tons to talk about when it comes to March Madness, the NCAA tournament, the first four getting underway last night. You've got wall to wall action coming up Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You can hear it right here on Pirate Radio. This is our last show of the week. So uh, we've got that senioritis going on and the excitement coming up with the tournament. Also, Pirate Baseball at home today. Coming off a loss, we'll recap that one. Spring football going on. ECU women in the NCAA tournament. They'll play late night, Saturday night, 10 o'clock. We'll be with you right here at this very table, this very microphone. Watch a long time. We're going to have a lot of fun on Saturday night, so come out and uh, join us. Don't come out. Stay in and join us on your phone computer or pull up pirate radio tv on your uh, television on youtube uh speaking of the tube we need likes we need subscribes we need it all uh we got a few people watching right now earlier today aaron Rodgers was on the pat mcafee show and there were how many did i say i think it was five hundred and seventy-four thousand live viewers so we're trying to get to that number today so tell a friend uh, but, yeah, we've got some uh, NFL news to tell you about as well. Ton going on. Great time of the year. I am very excited. I'm like Jesse Spano in the episode where she takes the caffeine pills. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> but I'm not scared. I'm just excited, and I just cannot hide it. Shirley Rhodes is here. Hello, Shirley. Hello, Clip. Man of Chan, Chandler Honeycutt. Hello, sports guy. Salutations, my good friend. Hmm, I like that. I like that. Steve Hill in, uh, is in the Facebook chat. He says, Clampo! <laughs> Dawson says, Clip, my guy. My guy. Hey, what's up, my Dawson guy? Dawson is my a guy. big Clip guy. What's up, my guy? My guy. I think he's concluded you before and said, my guys. He has. Okay. Eric says, uh, oh, Eric. 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 Eric M. says, since you guys are off the next two days, are we getting an episode of Name That Sound today? Surely. Ooh. 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 Not this week. You know what? We need a week off. We I need Chandler. a week off. Chandler needs a week off. <laughs> I need a week off. He's, I need to go and like explore as many sounds as I can during this break. Yeah, yeah. You uh, don't even watch basketball this weekend. Yeah, just listen to sound. Just listen, man. Just it, go out in your environment and listen. D- Look. Yeah. Listen. Yep. Use your senses. Uh, 
uh eric also says hey chandler do you smell what the brock is cooking that just i don't like how that sounds do you though guess what i cooked last night let me, let me see if i can smell it did you make uh maybe a casserole no was it a soup no maybe some of that jerk chicken no hmm. philly cheesesteak no but you said it but you didn't say it exactly cheesesteak no but you said it again a steak yeah, yeah. i smell it i smell it now yep. you made you made a steak 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 touchdown Ty- steak tyler says you're excited but we're losing our football coaches well tyler you're not wrong my friend yeah because another another not true pirate has exposed himself they have stripped us from our guns <laughs> the, the, they have taken our guns they have taken our guns you come and try to take our guns well they did they did they and took. that's what they're going to do to you out there if you're not careful chris foster the man with the biggest pythons in college football the 40 inch pythons brother is taking his popcorn muscles to northwestern and like they would give him like free clothes and stuff and like shirts and he yeah. said hey where's the like shirt with the tightest arm sleeves yeah and i'll take that yeah, you better give him a sleeveless shirt, or that shirt with sleeves is going to become sleeveless because he's busting right through them. It's a Big Ten school where he's going to, but it's such a boring school. And? I know. I'm not having these conversations. We got to realize that there's no loyalty anywhere. Oh, I know. Coaches, players, marriages, relationships, jobs everybody has to look out for themselves we don't need to do this thing about why is he doing this should he i'm reading hoist the colors losing my mind why why didn't he stay longer and get a better job he's getting a he's getting a raise right now he's taking advantage of the opportunity mike houston is not going to be here forever are you going to be mad when he leaves he's going to take a opportunity I mean, you you just you can't you, you just got to realize that there's no just enjoy it for the right now, enjoy it for what it is. We enjoyed our time with Chris Foster. I like talking to him. I like the caliber of players he brought in. I like uh, the group that he coached, and now he's gone. And guess what? We'll get another guy. That's the way it works. There is no reason. Jack says, do you have loyalty to Pirate Radio Clip? I have. uh, There are examples of me showing my loyalty in the past, but if enough money came along, then no, I would leave this place. I would say, Shirley, thank you uh, for being just an awesome co-worker all these years. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, I I was going to get there, too. We are friends, so if we leave, we can still be if I leave. But, yeah, uh, I'm out of here peace what are you gonna say to me i'm gonna say chandler get in i'm gonna say come shake my hand and i'm gonna say no give me a hug get in here and, and then I, I, and then i'd lose it i'd lose give it. you a hug we'd both have a good cry and then i'd take all that money i'm making from my new job and wipe my tears <laughs> and then wipe my butt and then throw those benjamins in the trash because i don't need them because i got plenty more because i'm not loyal i'm out for the money for me and my family family 
Uh, Dawson, Dawson said the only thing loyal is Pirate Radio Live. Whoops. Well, I just ruined that, didn't I? Newton says, meh. Meh. <laughs> These junior coaches are replaceable. Junior coaches? You mean like assistants, I guess? Hopefully they're all replaceable because Mike Houston isn't going to be here forever. Wake up and smell the roses. I smell them. And Newton says, you are correct. There's no loyalty in anything anymore. Team, what's that? I mean, it's been this way forever. You're not like... Now the players are finally doing what the coaches have done forever. It's always been this way. Now it's easily... It's easier to do it now. And there's more money being thrown around, which is why you see it more. If this money was available back then... They would have done it back then, just like they're doing it today. It's all it, – I mean, look at coaches moving up the ranks throughout history. That's the way it is. Things will never the be the same. Is. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. I see no changes. All I see is racist faces. Misplaced hate makes disgrace the races. <laughs> Tupac. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, man. Just uh, again, enjoy what enjoy enjoy whatever you want to enjoy. Enjoy life, but do not get attached to coaches or players. Get attached to East Carolina University. Amen. Get attached to my seat in Section Two Thirteen because I've been there for a long time. You have been, and you know what? The faces, the players, the coaches, administrators, band members, cheerleaders, dance team statisticians people in the section scores table the one constant we did have by god was the voice jeff charles and now he's no longer with us he would have been with us until he retired but there's no but everything changes size off the radio he's on tv now changes Change, we don't like change but it is a part of life the same is change that is correct all right Dawson (laughs) Dawson says we lost a basketball player today too that we did guess what everybody relax sit down a pirate has entered the portal not a wait a pirate did you just call him a pirate another non-true pirate has entered the portal thank you probably because Chandler called him Zaxby the entire season (laughs) and not his name Saxby Zaxby uh, Saxby got some playing time he literally here started, and there. He started the season as a starter. He was in the starting lineup. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Google that up. How confident are you in that? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That was one of the. Two. I'm just taking a risk because I could be wrong, but I'm just gonna say I wanted to make it seem like I know what I'm talking about. That was one of the two games I missed, Chandler. Let's check out the starting lineup Mercer. for East Carolina and Mercer. Oh, I don't know if it's got the starting lineup. I think it does. Starting at Ford, playing 32 minutes with 24 points, Brandon Johnson. Johnson. Starting at guard, man, coming out party. Wish we had him all year. Javon Small, 37 minutes, 23 points. R.J. Felton got the start, just 11 points. He had a lot more coming later in the year in 29 minutes. Quentin DeBunje made the start, had two points in 11 minutes. And playing seven minutes, much less than Jaden Walker, Caleb Account, and Ben Baela, 
was Saxby Sunderland. He scored zero points, had two rebounds, two fouls. Saxby got the start. Chandler, well done, sir. Thank you, sir. He gone. He gone. And uh, we'll look for an opportunity to play more for a different team. I tell you what, that plank, we might have to re uh, redo the plank because it's got to be worn out with all the pirates that have jumped off of it and walked on it over the years. Boy, that was a long sentence that went nowhere. William says the faces may change, but 213 remains the same. Hell yeah. That was beautiful, William. Kaz said, hello, great lid, sir. Oh, this whole thing? This is, uh, this is a new one to the arsenal. It's a Pittsburgh Pirates purple and gold, which is pretty darn sweet. You really can't see it that good. It's There's a glare. So if you want to, put it up. Well, why don't you turn off these... Uh, turn bolts. off your station? Turn off your station. It's final. Why don't you turn off these lights that are going to blind me by the time I'm 45? I'm turning them off, but I'm turning them right back on. Well, don't turn them off. Why? Get out of here. What are you doing in here? Why are you doing that? I want people to see your hat. Okay, hurry up. Well, get out of the way. <laughs> Chandler, this is a waste of time. There's... All right, whatever. Get out of here, man. Why are you being so mean to me today? I don't know. I mean... Well, because before the show started, I'll tell you why I'm being mean right now. You, you put me in a bad mood, you and Shirley. I said, guys, this is our last show of the week. Let's make it a great one. And then I said, you know what? Let's make this the best show ever. Shirley gave me a look and was like, okay. You gave me the finger. I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I did. what do I do with that? Let's let's put it all out there. I did give you the finger. Yeah, why? I don't know. <laughs> I was joking. I didn't mean to put you in a bad mood. Well, it did. I was ready to have a great show. And we're going to have a great show. Shirley gives me the, the shake-off. You give me the finger. I didn't give you the shake off. I you, just kind of stared at you and went, okay. Did you see what you just did with your shoulders there? That's a shake off. That's, that's a, not a shake off. That's a shrug. You shrugged me. <laughs> you shrugged me. You birded me. Sorry. So here I am. Bird up, baby. Bird up. I'm sorry. Hey, we're going to have a great show. Go back to your seat. We're going to have a great Get show. Get out of my face. We're going to have a great Get out of my face. <laughs> we're going to have a great show. Get out of my face. I'm sorry y'all had to see that. <laughs> Eric said Chandler really knows how to kill a segment. And then he said, love you, Chan, man. Oh, whatever. Uh, Tyler says it was better before Chandler. Change it back. I don't know what that means. All right. William says, what coaching loss hit home the hardest in ECU history? Steve Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> Shock. Shock. Uh, personally... Jaquan McMillan. <laughs> Jaquan McMillan. That's a good question. Uh, how about y'all answer that? And I'll think on it. What ECU coaching loss hit home the hardest? So this is, I'd rather hear it personally from you. So we're we're not talking about head coaches, are we? We're talking yeah. about assistant coaches? Any coach. Or? Any coach. Okay. Jack says fan of the Chan. Do you have the Chan fan club? I think there's a fan club. I think there. it's growing. Um, Jack, I'm uh, from I'm, zero to one. Jack, I'm glad you are still a fan of me, even though I thought I saw you in the jungle that one time and it wasn't you. Eric says Shirley is straight gangster. <laughs> he is. We don't really mess with Shirley a lot. 
I'm going to have Jack as the president of the Chan Club. All right. Congratulations, Jack. The Chan Stan Club. The problem is he doesn't know who you are and will say that another guy is the actual president. Hey, hey there's the president. And he's like, what? I'm like, aren't you Jack <laughs> Dover? They're you? like, no. <laughs> uh, Jamil says Skip Holtz. That was kind of the first one that came to mind. Uh, well, honestly, what coaching loss hit me the hardest at the time was Ruffin McNeil. I'm pretty sure I was the only person here not on board with it and didn't understand it. No, no, no. I wasn't. Okay. I was the only person on the air that day <laughs> not on board with it. Yeah, I was very shocked and, and very upset. I'd like to think I was on the right side of history there looking back at everything that transpired. But that one hit me hard. I, I just didn't get it with the, um, the injury plague season being a kick away from going to a bowl game which is not the standard that was set in that era but um that one hit me basketball wise eh, i don't think there is one i mean i wasn't really old enough when eddie Payne left for oregon state to care what's that one assistant coach that you love to talk to tim craft yeah that's the one i was thinking of. ken Patasnik. What is that noise? I don't know. What it's are you watching? Nothing. I something was going on with my phone. I don't know. And I had Yeah, it. you're watching the video. <laughs> That's what was going I was, on. I wasn't watching the video. That's why I was staring at my She's phone. Like, I have no idea. No, seriously. Um, My phone was randomly playing a video for no reason. The greatest pirate radio live show is off to a great start. (laughs) Screw you guys. Why am I in a bad mood? Because I was trying to do something. I'm in there changing lights. For us and the listeners, and y'all were completely off board with it. Uh, Apparently. I think this is what the listeners love. Stay out of my face. uh jamil says me too love ruffin but he didn't leave himself well then that wasn't the damn question what coaching loss hit home i consider that a a lost coach yeah whether they were let go or whether they chose to leave on their own are you saying what coach left the on his own accord because i didn't read those words earlier Jamil says, notice none of the decision makers still here that fired Ruff. I do notice that. I notice that. Notice that. That is well noticed, that actually. That is noticed. Noticed Check. and noted. Shirley is, uh, for folks that don't know, a... Um, <laughs> what am I about to say? Fill in the blank. You are a certified notary. I am. So you have noticed and notarized that. I have notarized and noticed. All right. There you go. She's stamping it right now uh let's see other news mike well mike p says we'll call it the shirley shrug from now on so disrespectful <laughs> very disrespectful no i'll tell you what is disrespectful this dog on wind outside it is downright weather. disrespectful i mean that wind is rude so rude don juan says more importantly alec burleson hit a double off justin verlander an hour ago Oh, how about oh, that? Oh, nice. Good update. Good update. I thought he had a I thought Verlander had a nice outing today, so I need to go back and look at that. Had a boy, Burley. Uh Susan, we were talking about how don't get attached to the players, don't get attached to the coaches. That doesn't mean don't, don't root for them. I was the captain of the Sugboat. And guess what? He split town. So I had to move on. 
we all move on uh root for them they're your guys but only for a very short period of time susan says i'm disattached to the whole carolina panthers organization but i still go eat at all my great restaurants in charlotte every week then i watch the game from seat one section 309 each sunday things are going to get better susan we'll see we got some nfl news and notes to pass along later but yeah i mean going to ecu basketball games i'm not necessarily going for mike schwartz and rj felton right now i'm going because i like watching basketball with my dad hanging out with chandler and you're a pirate i'm a pirate not a true pirate though i did start my college career at Pitt community college so i'm not a true pirate and i am not a true pirate surely not a pirate Am I the only I am true a bulldog. pirate here? I don't. I don't even know if you're a true pirate. I feel don't, like don't ever, even if you're joking, don't ever <laughs> say that. <laughs> I feel like you got some state in you. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, am I wrong? I'm gonna do like Billy Madison did with that kid in the movie, and shake his head and say, "Don't you ever <laughs> say that again." Yeah, have you ever rooted for state in a game in your life? betting wise yes maybe but ne- never as a fan all right all these pauses in dead air tells me you have it's fine i rooted for carolina when i was a kid and growing up i mean but i changed my, my family ways. state people exactly just answer the question have you rooted for nc state at an athletics event in your lifetime yes i have <laughs> not a true pirate not a true pirate you have been exposed but but today we are all pirates we change our ways look we got guys that go to sports trivia the dude on the uh we still love joe dooley team he still roots for state today but i did grow up on the abc anybody but carolina yes I think a lot of us grew up on that. I will not like. I'll drive to Virginia and put a bet on anybody. <laughs> I wouldn't drive to Virginia to put a bet on Carolina. Well, that's just dumb too. I, I don't. I haven't just seen anybody I, root that for that sissy color of blue anyway. But I, I'll tell you this: I won't be betting on them this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Oh, well played. That's good stuff. Eric says Chandler howls when no one is around. That is not true, Eric. No, it's not true, Eric. Not true. God, y'all are painting me as some sort of villain. JP says Clip got that. He's a cool cat, man. He's a cool cat, man. (laughs) JP says Clip got that dog. He just got that dog in him, Justin Wright, former Farmville Central Jaguar. Who is in the transfer portal, by the way. He's in there just floating around. He's not a true NC Central Eagle. 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 Not a true eagle. Folks, nobody's a true anything anymore, except I am a true American. And except, I don't know, I need to get my 23 of me and find out what I really am. Patrick, oh, oh go sorry, ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry, just a little bit of breaking NFL news. The Cowboys have released Ezekiel Elliott. Wow, he's eating. Somebody's going to be feeding him, but it ain't going to be Dallas. When Zeke does he's that. He's literally going to be eating nothing. For our, um, our next guest, Patrick Mason. When Zeke does that celebration, is he eating cereal or soup? Oh, oh, it's know. soup or porridge. Gotta be soup. It could be eggs on a plate. Hmm. It could be eggs. It he's, could be he's, like rice. He's eating soup with a fork because he can't get through an offensive line the way he eats. You saying he's a fat man? No, I'm just saying he can't. 
There is a Photoshop picture of a fat Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I tell you this, though. In my Keeper League, I sent out a group text today and said, DC has signed Tony Pollard to a one-year extension. He's a keeper. And and Chandler, I hate Dallas with a passion. You said you can't bet on Carolina or whatever. I mean, I can bet on whoever. I can keep Tony Pollard because fantasy is different than reality. I will root against him every day of the week, <coughs> but I can root as hard as I want, and he can still run for 80 yards. You know what I'm saying? Know what I mean, Burr? Chandler, do you know what I'm saying? I think so. Okay. Let's take a break. When we return, Patrick Mason will join us. Is he a true Hawkeye? I don't know who I'm taking in Iowa-Auburn. It depends on if I'm watching the game with Patrick Mason. I want to watch a Iowa basketball game with Patrick We Mason. might do that. We might not. We're going to ask him live on the air. I want to know if he's been following Iowa women's basketball because they have one of the best basketball players on the planet we're gonna ask him that too and we're gonna ask mike p's question is cereal a soup all that and more today (laughs) kaz said and i think this is what mike was getting at too and i didn't get the joke but kaz really wrote it out for me sad that Ezekiel Elliott's last play as a cowboy was at center. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. That's good. All right, we'll be back with you on a non-loyal edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio that is perfect for outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every week night including sports trivia with our very own clip brock excuse me on wednesday nights aj says live music every friday and saturday with no cover and brunch every sunday make today an aj's day now let's head back in to prl here's clip yeah come on over and uh, mosey to aj's after ecu baseball and join in on the action chandler honeycutt will be probably a little late tonight he'll be covering the action for pirate radio as ecu takes on william and mary William and Mary was involved in a weird score. 34-1 was that score. Did they win or lose? They won, and they played Norfolk State. Who was here for a regional recently. Was that last year? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're as confident as I am on that. Let me look at that, baby. Let me look at that box score. So, on the year, William and Mary is 9-8. and eight. They are coming off a 34 to 1 win. That is a baseball game I would not want to be at. It lasted 3 hours and 35 minutes. William and Mary scored 7 in the first, 9 in the third. They added 3 in the fourth, 3 in the sixth. The game is over at that point, but they added 6 more in the seventh and 6 more in the eighth. 
I want to look at these pitcher box score pitchers for uh, Patrick Mason's joining us. Hey, Patrick. Hey there. Uh, Kevin China went one inning, one inning of work, gave up seven runs on three hits. Look at the walks here. 20 walks for Norfolk State in the game. Uh, Liam Royster worked an inning, gave up five runs. Two innings for Mac Yarborough. He gave up seven runs. He had five uh three walks horton boy this is bad everybody got through at least an inning though the coach was like hey i'm leaving you out there how about how about that royster line no hits allowed but five runs allowed <laughs> and they threw a no hitter <laughs> wow walked four allowed five three earned how many errors did uh, this team have in a 34 that is brutal four errors oh. 34 runs on 14 hits oh my goodness so uh if ecu's wild today william and mary will take advantage of it pirates coming off a loss last night on the road at uncw cliff godwin's first ejection of the year you gone so what was the over under one and a half i think it was one and a half and i'm pretty sure i took the over okay which Uh, i'm sure a lot of people i do have that somewhere it was uh pirate on pirate violence by the way (laughs) yeah somebody uh asked me on twitter and I'll pull it up real quick to see who it, it was. was. Mike, P. Mike P. said he wanted your take on Cliff Godwin being tossed by Wilson Rayner. Now, for those that don't know, Chandler, who is Wilson Rayner? Wilson Rayner is a all-time long snapper here at East Carolina. He played, I want to say, 2006 to 2009. He was a part of that back-to-back CUSA championship team. Um, he is from the Dunn area, which is around where I'm from. I want to say he went to Triton High School, um, but he is a former ECU football player. And I actually saw him at a game, I believe it was that Saturday, against Long Beach State. I was with my dad and uh, walked right past Wilson Rayner. He was like a fan that day. so And he also sits courtside at ECU basketball games. Very strange. Um, but it was interesting last night when he tossed them. Did you hear it was they were mic'd up? And Cliff was arguing, and Wilson said, Hey, Cliff, what do you and where I'm from have in common? And Cliff was like, what do you mean? And he said, done. <laughs> Patrick liked it. That was good. That was good. Chandler, you smiled, but you didn't, I did, I saw you didn't that, give a verbal laugh. I, took him a second. I, I saw where that was coming from. I, I saw that joke. I saw that punchline from a mile away. You mean it had headlights on it? Yeah. Okay. But it was good. It was great. Thank you. Appreciate it. Resident special team guru. Yeah. All right. We got Chandler's take on it. All right, Patrick, you're filling out your bracket. Yep. I got like five teams down so far. All right. You fill out your bracket very interestingly. I, I just, I got some, you know, some of you like really like, and then you got to go through. So like some, you, some like for sure's. So I, I heard some people talking about this. Uh, how do you fill out your bracket? I go top left. Everybody start top left yeah yep okay. yeah that's pretty much where i started do you go top left one you do the first round of the top left when you're done with that do you go second round top left or do you go first round bottom left i go by region so i fill out the entire region Ooh, okay and then because i'll screw it up if i don't do it that way i go I, round by round i go round by round you go round by round so you like knock out the so like I'll go, go all first round. Boom, 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 and then I'll go top right, boom, 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 bottom right, boom, 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 boom. See, there's somewhere like I, I kind of have an idea. Like I'm just gonna send this team. Two, this is three pretty. Wins. Look at this, uh, folks. He's got. You might want to copy it. It's gonna win. 
he's got like a couple of winners in the top left two in the bottom left <laughs> three on the right side so are you that's called chaos <laughs> you're just yeah, going all I mean, over that, the place that's that's literally what what's going on in my head it's making me anxious i don't i don't like it there's some teams where i think you can just book like you're gonna win a couple games no matter what i just send them over no matter what and then then you figure it out send them then you kind of just work backward okay all right well we'll let you uh do that off the air uh there is a question though that i must ask patrick your iowa hawkeyes are playing tomorrow night round one chandler what do you want to say i want to say i hope when you fill out iowa that you're using two little butt cheeks that's right that's how you write a w because if you don't you're writing iona we had a major (laughs) bracket snafu with troy d oh boy who claimed he wrote iowa but he wrote iona that's like a it doesn't even work. It's like upside down. It's like you're writing Trust in a mirror. Me. We know. Trust me, we went through this whole thing. And the problem <laughs> was is Iona was also it was either he wrote Iona in place of Iowa or the other way around, but the other team was also playing in that same regional. And so it's I could tricky. not give him credit for one of them and he tried to dispute it. All right. First things first though, Patrick. Will you, and I don't like, I don't handle rejection well, so I don't like (laughs) asking things like this. I'll usually like the other party to make the first move. Uh, But sometimes you got to put yourself out there. You got (laughs) to be the one throwing it out. So, Patrick, will you watch the Iowa game with Chandler and I on Thursday? So, I'm a potential game time decision. I uh, have to do some work. (laughs) What kind of work? Iowa, or sorry, Iowa, I got that on the mind. ECU softball plays Notre Dame. Okay, that is a valid excuse. So, that is a real game. It is an important game for the Wink and company. And it does it does pain me because this is like my favorite time of year, at least top two favorite times of year. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really hoping I could watch this team play, but, man, it uh, it's just the timing is just, just not great. But. So first pitch for ECU Notre Dame is Thursday at... 5 p.m. Okay, and tip off is 6:40. Right, so it, Iowa Auburn. There is a you know a chance. There's a chance. Okay, but uh, it's going to be a little hairy. He's putting. Uh, if if me and Clip were to go somewhere and sit down and save you a seat, then that, that's what I'm would saying. Kind of you know? pressure you into maybe <laughs> saying, "All right, I've got to go. I've got to get done with work and go and watch the rest of the ball game with them." Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm willing to do that though. Right, because I'm putting myself out there even more. And can you imagine, Chandler, if we do that, and the waitress is like, uh, "Oh, is it just you two? No, we've got another one coming." (laughs) And the first TV timeout goes by, second TV timeout, fending off the chair. Hey, uh, can we uh, borrow this chair? No, no, we got a friend coming. He's on. He's on his way. He's coming. We got a bird flying in, and uh, waitress continues our. Our Do you know what he's going to want to drink? And we're like, no. No, but uh, leave the menu for him because he might show up. Can you get some silverware too? He's going to probably eat something. <laughs> and then our drinks keep getting refilled, and we're looking at our watches. It's halftime all of a sudden. It makes me sad. Oh, man. I, I don't think I – Breaks I, my heart. I don't know if I want to do that, Chandler. It breaks my heart. Yeah. I, under, I understand it, though. It's It's – it's a lot to ask, but man, yeah. just you know, th- does no one you know take into account other things happening? 
No, everybody's selfish, <laughs> including right. ECU that's softball schedule. Nothing's maker. going on with us, so nothing should be going on with you. That's <laughs> exactly. Right. That's right. I've got something I want to do. They definitely don't consult me when they make these schedules. Clear your schedule. Which they shouldn't consult me. Yeah. Um. All right. So that we're we're nowhere on that then right now. We're just kind of at a standstill. Yeah, but it's developing as we speak. So yeah. get Adam it's, it's not out of the woods yet. <laughs> all right. Um, hit the like. We got 26 more viewers than we do likes right now. That makes zero sense. I don't understand it at all. So uh, if you could hit the like, I'd appreciate it. Eric says, yo, P-May, since you are the official PRL soup expert, what's your take on wonton versus egg drop soup? Um, I love egg drop soup. Like, it is great. Just the consistency of it's really good. It's kind of, what's it's like... It's a thinner broth, but it still has that thickness to it. You know what I'm trying to say? It's it's like my favorite. If I go to a Chinese restaurant, it's definitely definitely coming home with me. All right. I don't know the difference between the two. I cannot uh, speak on that, so I'm glad you are our expert. Uh, you cooked soup when? Was that over this weekend? Yeah, so my mom came to visit, and she actually made three different types of soup. I was definitely <laughs> like the taste tester. We had, had some sort of chowder going. We got a cream of mushroom and broccoli cheddar. So, Oh, man. Man, we got it. And I, I put some soup of it in Soup buffet sounds great. And I put some in the freezer too so i'm gonna have to make sure uh, to bring some out here you man gotta, you gotta try it so you're not a phony when it comes to soups no yeah if you go to my house right now there's there's soup everywhere i think you should have a soup buffet i don't think this exists surely it should exist. but like new idea but like a soup buffet but also what, what? i was going to get to is a big bowl and have like sections in the bowl where you can put different oh, like different yeah. stuff. yeah say you have uh so that basically, you way. have like a it's pie a, piece. Yeah, bowl. Yeah, yeah. And say there's four different cups in that one bowl, and you, you're able to put different soups in there. I like that. Yeah, so. and you could have different kinds of breads and you know dipping sort of stuff. So croutons, or I don't know if crouton, but like a what am I trying to say? Like oyster crackers, some bread. Mm-hmm. You can have uh, chowder. That's what I call one. white people from the beach. You can have vegetable <laughs> soup in <laughs> one. Jeans. You can have French onion in one. Look at them oyster crackers. You know. <laughs> uh, Shirley, we come up with these uh, business ideas. You had, um, what was your women's sports bar? Sports, sports bra. The sports, sports bra. The sports bra. And then we found out it was a real place opening up. And it was like called in, the sports bra. In Portland or something. Hey, bra. Yeah. Hey, bra. Uh, Shirley, you had the idea of the, um, the place where you go to take naps during the day? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but this one is a soup buffet. And, I'm on board. And Chandler has designed the bowls we're going to use. Uh, they have dividers in them. Maybe you should have just one bowl. You can choose an option of a big bowl. And then maybe we have several different dividers you can place that fit into the bowl. Some have three options, some four so you can decide how many different ones you want. You know what I'm saying? Now, that is a good idea. Yeah, you yeah. can lift it up if you want like two-thirds of one. You yeah. Know, like one more than the other. And they're movable. You can move it over so you can have a lot more of one than the other. I think we're on to something, yep. you guys. But you would have to be careful. You would not be able to use like a traditional bowl. It would need it like with a rounded surface. It needs to have some sort of flatness. Otherwise, you're going to have a mixture of soups at the bottom. We don't want the soups touching. Yes. And we promise our customers they will not touch. We got to yes. drop a design and bring it over to like the engineering school or engineering yeah. department here. Well, yeah. I just thought about it because, I mean, you think, oh, soup buffet, great. But then you think, you, imagine you got your bowl. You go to the soup buffet, and you're like, man, the chowder looks great. 
<laughs> but the vegetable soup does too. I've only got one bowl. I've only got to choose one. <laughs> Not so fast, my friend. If you've got the bowl <laughs> with the dividers, you can choose as many. And a buffet re- requires more than just two soups. Because most places, if you go and there is soup available, there's usually one or two choices. Oh, we're going to have so many it choices. Needs, it needs to be more than two choices. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you can't call it a buffet. It's just eh, eh, eh. We are going to have dozens of soup options. Wide variety. Yeah. Eric says upgrade to a bread bowl for five ninety five. Great. I, this is a great question. How do you feel about a bread bowl? Because I have a controversial take on that. I say it can be a choice, but still offer the traditional bowl with the dividers. Oh, sure. But I'm saying in just general, generally speaking, how do you feel about a bread bowl? Huge fan. I, I, I really like it because I like, I think you can you can kind of do some dipping, but the best part, I'm telling you, the best part is when you get all the soup out like regularly, the way it sticks to the edge and it's kind of wet and you kind of, you can scrape it off and it's like eating, you know, like a, it, it, I, I really like it. You might be turning some people on right now. You're turning me off. <laughs> you're not a fan? Not a fan. I don't like, I'm not a fan I don't either. like soggy bread, Mm-mm. but it doesn't yeah. all have to be soggy. And like, I, just like the end, like at the very end of it, you can just, you know, rip it Let's off. Let's just, just put eat it, it this way, Patrick. You know how like people who eat cereal, I like my, I like my cereal to not sit in my bowl for too terribly long. Otherwise it becomes real soggy and kind of gross. Yeah. You're definitely against the clock when you eat cereal. <laughs> what? <laughs> in my opinion. In fact, I, I have a uh, legit size basketball scoreboard <laughs> and I start the clock when I start clock. eating. And it, <laughs> But see, you hear people, I, I feel you gotta hand it to the guy next to you. It's your turn to eat this bowl now. Yeah. See, I feel I feel if you get a bread bowl, you are once again against the clock because by the time you get well, first of all, I don't think you get nearly as much soup as you do because it soaks into the bread and now you got half your soup. Yeah, number but then one. it turns into a different type of food. Yeah, it's called soggy bread. Yeah. And that's soggy no soup fun. Bread. Yeah, that's no fun. See, it's I, just like soggy cereal. I don't want that either. But I, I like dipping my bread into things like, um, you know, soup is good. Even like if you go to like an Italian restaurant with olive oil and cheese, like dipping your bread in there. Yeah. It's great. Or so a Parmesan You're, you're just a big bread dipper. Yeah. I like to dip bread in my soup. I don't want my soup in my bread. You don't want your soup dipping your bread. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't want that. your soup doing the dipping. I like to get that bread. All right, Chandler? There you that go. Bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All so right. cool. Good talk. He likes to dry his tears with his bread. <laughs> <laughs> Salty. <I'd, laughs> let's take a break. We'll come back. Maybe talk sports. Maybe not. This is going to be the greatest show of all time. And I think the we're soup. off to a good start. <laughs> Welcome to the show, The Suit. Yeah. yeah. Um, if anybody wants to be a financial backer, uh, angel investor in our soup excursion, feel free. And we'll uh, we'll make you a part of the business. And hey, Come we'll even we'll even do a two for one special. Throw in the nap place right next door. Because <laughs> after you eat a big bowl of hearty warm soup, you want to take a nap. You want to take a nap. Yeah. So there you go. Take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this.
listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. You can join the over 61,000 followers today. All right, we have St. Patrick's Day coming up on Friday. It is here, and there is no better way to celebrate than with our friends at Christie's Europub. This Friday, March 17th, Christie's Europub on Jarvis Street in Greenville. They will have a full day of music and fun in the parking lot starting at 2 o'clock. From 2 to 4, it's going to be Bill Redding and friends playing. you got David Dixon, who will be jamming out from 4 to 6. And then playing tunes from seven, uh, excuse me, six to eight is William Seymour. And then closing out the night, it's the Steel Shakers from eight to eleven. And uh, it's a cash bar outside, so bring cash. And you can also bring a chair, bring the kids, bring your furry friends to bring the dogs as well, and bring a healthy appetite. Music uh, moves to the patio from six to eight o'clock. They're going to have corned beef and cabbage. I had it last year at Christie's. I was able to go and enjoy some day drinking and some food at uh, Christie's last year, and the corned beef and cabbage is phenomenal. The feature menu starts at 5 o'clock. For more information, check out Christie's Europub on Facebook, and be sure to check out their website at christieseuropub.com. That sounds awesome. Uh, Looking forward to some St. Patrick's Day festivities at Christie's. Can't watch uh, some tournament games there and eat some great food. Yes, and enjoy some awesome live music. All right. um, Remember earlier when I said... There's no loyalty. Don't get too attached to coaches, players, sports writers, <laughs> anybody. Yes. Um, well, it's been a uh, news day already with Chris Foster leaving. Didn't even mention Latrell Scott also bouncing. He's going to Maryland. Oh, did not know that. I know. I'm reading that on Hoist the Colors. Uh, now, in the uh, Twitter sphere... We are learning that, uh, according to On3 Sports, Joe Tipton uh, says that East Carolina guard Javon Small will transfer. Man. Entering the transfer portal. Ouch. Yeah, that's tough. He uh, Big ouch. He was great when he was healthy. He was. Uh, just improved so much from his freshman year to his sophomore year. So much so that we got nervous because this is what happens when players get better at East Carolina. They leave. So that is a tough one. Yeah, that's that was their best player, you know, for half the year. You got to do what you can at this point to hold on to Ezra and it's Brandon so Johnson. Or guess what? We're gonna start over again, again, which we do every year, every single. Which is year. why I say don't get attached. Just uh, I don't know. Take your safe yourself away from the situation. It does make it difficult to have a vision like Mike Schwartz did in his first sure. year. Have a vision, it's impossible. have a you know a, a goal to build something here, and then you know you're essentially your top ball handler, your top you know on ball player just you know leaves. Yep. It's, it's and hard. but uh, you know Mike Schwartz isn't the only <clears throat> coach that's dealing with it. Right. Now the challenge is that you're built. You're going year to year. You you've got to get in the portal, go to the high schools, find guys, and. <laughs> You're not planning it this way, but you're saying, how good can I be this season? Like the thinking about the future is it could hurt you almost these days. You've almost got to do it for the now. Yeah. 
And like like you said, I mean, someone you know, some team out there is going to be looking at Javon Small for them, and for East Carolina's perspective, you know, players are leaving elsewhere, and you got to look at them and say, hey, North, North Carolina Central, for example, losing Justin Wright, who was a player at Farmville Central, who uh, I think could be good here. I mean, that's an example, right? But and basketball is a, I think, a unique sport in the fact that you you can add couple players here and there and immediately change the shape of your program definitely just, just with the way how basketball is just impactful by you know players you know just you could have one guy touch the ball every time it's like it's so different in other sports so there's a, definitely a good and bad to the portal and uh we'll, we'll see how ecu handles it we see the bad today with javon small heading out uh coach portal which is not a thing it's just coaching leaving uh coaches leaving for other opportunities that has hurt the pirates as well today chris foster to northwestern latrell scott to maryland so there you go uh going to the big 10 both those uh that's big, right big running conferences that's, there that's where the money is and that's the way life works in all walks of life uh we got to take another break patrick uh can you hang out a few more minutes yeah all right cool uh, Stephen Igo will join us. Igo uh, said he's going to be a few minutes late dealing with breaking news, and that breaking news was Javon Small entering the transfer portal. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live Hour Two. We'll kick it off after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit familianc.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in the convenient or in their convenient drive-through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, big news of the day. The Commanders have added a quarterback. Jacoby Brissett headed to Washington. Not terrible. <laughs> There's your uh <laughs> Oh, did you uh, announce earlier about uh, Juju Smith-Schuster? No. He is headed to New England. Okay. So he got his Super Bowl and said, all right, I'm going to go elsewhere. Juju to the Pats. And uh, P.J. Walker is going to be a free agent. He did not re-sign with the Panthers. Phillip is gone. We will uh, try to keep you up to date with all that going on. How about the Bears uh, trading the pick to yes. the Panthers? Pat? You like no that? Bears. I love it. I was so excited. I was so excited. Good. And now, I hate to talk about all the Panthers fans, but I'm rooting for the Panthers to be horrible next year. So that's a great pick for us. <laughs> <laughs> I like, that could make for some interesting discussions if Patrick Mason is here. But I'm going to assume Patrick has another job by football season. Because that's the way life is. Transfer portal. And that's the way I look at things now. (laughs) So I will deliver the news that East Carolina has lost two football coaches and two basketball players today. And I will not do it with any emotion at all because it is the expectation at this point. What happens? You've mentioned it before. Don't get attached. I try not to get attached to players, coaches, colleagues. And what did you say during the break? Man, if if, if Ezra leaves, it's going to be so... (laughs) <laughs> I'm like Chandler, 
yeah, I'm not going to be upset with him. I'm going to be upset that he's leaving. I know, but you have to almost expect it at this point. All right, well, let me get to what I was going to say. I try not to get attached. I do get attached to players, coaches, colleagues. And I have to admit, I have gotten attached to Patrick Mason. So Uh, if he leaves, I'm going to be upset. Not at him, but I'm going to be personally upset. You just got to know that he is going to move on to the next opportunity. And and think about this. Think about the times we've asked Patrick to do a watch <laughs> along with us or to watch a game with us, and he shot us down. Think about that. When you start to get upset, think about how loyal really was this guy to us. <laughs> the many times we asked him to go to AJ's. Yeah, think about that. Hey, I, was it last week, two weeks ago? Yeah, I was you, there. You did go. I so, do see you guys Because it was to Wednesday. your convenience. <laughs> my convenience <laughs> but no, I, 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 in, a, in a perfect world i would hang out with you guys after every show <laughs> in a perfect, in a world. perfect world well if, yeah just you know we gotta if we, we lived gotta, in we gotta, a perfect world we'd all live together we gotta <laughs> yes now now you're talking here that'd be fun real world style now we just got to get the the sports schedulers on the phone and you know at least lay out our personal schedules and see if they can work around it I would love nothing more, Chandler, than to see spin cycle after spin cycle of Ezra Ozar going to the paint next year. But we don't live in that perfect world where me, you, and Patrick live together. We live separately. We live our own lives. We don't see each other as much as we'd like. (laughs) We don't eat as much soup as we'd like. No, we don't break uh, bread bowls. <laughs> Soggy bread with each other. We don't tap spoons. <laughs> I would love nothing more than every night go into the dining room and Patrick has his apron on and he's prepared us <laughs> some soup and we all sit down and we have our soup spoon and we all clasp it together in the middle of the table and then we dine on soup. With our nice little placemats and, and everything. That's the world I would like to live in. But guess what, folks? It doesn't happen that way. Guess what, folks? Jaden Gardner leaves. <laughs> Tristan Newton leaves. You can go back decade. Mike Cook leaves. Frank Robinson. Remember him? Probably not. Left-handed guy. Could dunk pretty good. Went to Cal State Fullerton, I think. I don't but, know if this is even a good thing, but is it's isn't it kind of nice, though, that all of these good players do find their way to ECU at some point? Like, there, there's plenty of schools who just never wanna, have any of these players. Well... I mean, I don't even know if... We are talking about a team that hadn't been in the NCAA tournament in 1993. It's not like it's right. brought us anything. Right. But maybe maybe there is some sliver of hope that, you know, you get a collection of all of them at once instead of one each year, or maybe one or two each year. Chandler uh, had an analogy. He said it reminds me of minor league baseball. You said you used to go to, uh, what was it, Myrtle Beach? Myrtle Beach Pelicans games each summer. And Chandler would go every summer and see a player or two and uh, see a few, a few games and all right i like that guy and then you'd show up next year and he's gone the coach is gone the team is gone it's a different affiliate yeah (laughs) Yeah. minor league baseball that happened several times that is raves and the cubs right that's college sports now we're gonna continue to go and you're gonna support ecu but i mean and 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 root for the guys we love rooting for uh javon small but guess what he's gone now and and he's dead to us and my my heart doesn't hurt because I just know what I'm dealing with now. You have to be a better place. You have to be a sports fan different than you were 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. You do. Patrick, uh, I think I had this conversation with you. Like women's basketball. I was never a women's basketball fan. And then I realized it's not men's basketball. It's a different sport. Yeah. They play with a different ball, they have different rules. 
watch it for what it is and you'll enjoy it more absolutely just like college basketball is not the nba it's a different sport we love college basketball and the fans and the moments and the rivalry the product sucks compared to the nba oh it's awful honestly (laughs) if you like if you like shot making don't watch college basketball i know it is terrible seriously uh compared to the pros but we like the the passion and all that stuff more than we do the nba it's a different sport yeah you've got to look at it from a different angle it's all not the same right high school basketball is not college basketball you know across the board so now you've got to you, can, you don't got to. You can do whatever you want to. It's America. But you should but, understand the context of what you're watching. Yeah, and, and you should know now that just because it was a certain way when you were growing up watching college basketball, it's not that way anymore. It probably makes you like it less. There's a lot of people, I'm sure, that are in that boat, and that's fine. And uh, sometimes I'm even in that boat. It, the things aren't. The ACC tournament isn't as great as it once was um would it be better if east carolina was playing regional opponents maybe but i don't know i like taking on a memphis and a a school like that every now and then so it's changed it's different you gotta you gotta move on with the times yep steven iga joining us here in the studio uh quick soup question mike p says patrick do the seagulls bother you when you're dipping bread into your soup on the beach (laughs) that's a good question man that's tough no you gotta assert dominance early with a seagull don't even let them think about getting your food as soon as you do that as soon as soon as they they get you know if you have like a dorito chrome somewhere and they yeah. get it like they know you're the source now you got to protect your so food. part one make sure there's no uh crumbs anything around you or or plant some food on the the guy next to his towel or something and then they'll bother Ooh, him good move <laughs> there yeah. you gotta be think, think outside the box here Stephen Igo, Hoist the Colors, joining us a few minutes late because he had to break some news, and that news was Javon Small is gone. Well, technically, I didn't break it. Somebody else tweeted about it while I was on the phone confirming it with some sources. But, uh, yeah, he has entered the portal. Um, you know, a couple of different things here. I tweeted out about a couple things that I'll get to in a minute. Obviously, it's a big loss. I think ECU expected Javon Small back from conversations I had, and this was a surprise. Um, He had kind of given his intentions to come back, and then I'm sure there were conversations behind the scenes, as with most of his stuff, and he decided to move on. Um, Conversations with other schools that, yeah I mean, and tampering. what he could get yeah, yeah i mean tampering. i'm sure that i mean why else yeah. you know he was in a great spot here honestly yeah. he had just improved his lot, him and schwartz got along everything was yeah cool. they improved his game he had a role here yeah um yeah he was the guy he was going to be the guy so i mean you look at it from that standpoint and look i think he can succeed at other schools certainly but you know he still shot less than 40 percent from the floor 33 percent from three so he didn't put up the best shooting numbers in the world but really good assist numbers solid defender good free throw shooter so he'll find a home there's no doubt um but the other thing too just from talking with people is you know so much of this how much of this is manifested by us asking all the time can we keep these guys i mean literally the guy i was talking to said the players are asked, hey, are you coming back next year? Like, if you're doing your job and you get asked every day, are you coming back next year? Is that not going to affect your thinking? That's fine, but I'm not taking any blame at I'm all. I'm not blaming players you league. or anybody, and you shouldn't either. I'm are not. you taking blame for it? Is it your fault? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I hear just that. Just like putting the bug in their 
in their but ears. But it's, it's part of the, the past culture. Are we supposed to ignore it? Like, what do we do? No, then? like, we talk about it, but I'm just saying so much of that negativity, like, all offseason, or all season, it was like, man, these guys are playing well, but are they coming back from everybody? Like, the players hear that stuff. So, I mean, I you know, eventually ECU's going to have to get over that as a program, and that's obviously the, yeah. the goal of the coaching staff. But um, We live in the real world. I'm, I'm not going to that, – that, that shouldn't have anything to do with it. I'm just saying, man. Coaches might not like the it. The players look at it as, hey, Jaden Gardner left after he got good. Maybe it's my turn to do the same. Yeah, whatever, that so. is true. I was going to bring that up. Tristan Newton and Jaden Gardner yeah. are in the tournament. But yeah, if ECU can find a way to retain these players, sure. My my uh, advice is to you know instead of asking how do we keep these guys, we'll give to the collective. That's about the only way you're going to keep them. Show up to games, support the team. Obviously, they're going to get paid elsewhere now. If you're Javon Small, but you know ECU's got to find a way to retain talent. Maybe the solution is to just use the portal where guys can't transfer after they already transfer once, but. That's not how Mike Schwartz wants to build it. So I do get, you know, the sense is everybody else is is coming back as of now. I mean, this was a surprise, but they expect everybody else back. Again, things can always change. Yeah, I don't expect anybody to come back. I expect all new players. Next Maybe year. you're part of the problem, Clip. I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not going to even I'm consider that. Well, Are I mean, you going to start locking every hoist the colors thread? When no. I, I, but I'm just saying at, at some point the fan base – no has either has got to be part of the solution too to help change the culture we don't sit here all day and you know we weren't saying oh is holt naylor's gonna leave or whoever gonna leave is keith mitchell gonna leave until after this past season and he didn't leave he went to the draft so it's not as it's not a systemic problem in football it is in basketball based on the history yeah and you know i'm just saying as as a fan base he's just got to get over that and how do you do that? I don't know. Maybe you go out and win, and that's how you retain players. But Well, you said a an actual practical, hands-on way you could do it was to give to the collective. Yes. That's, that is a that's good, my solution. That is a good solution. Uh, me, well, instead of tweeting and, and bitching about it, get to the collective. Yeah, sure. Donate $5 today. And I, I, I mean, I'm supporting these guys more than I'm saying they're going to leave. Well, yeah, I mean, you're at the games. A lot of people But I'm say, obviously thinking they're going to leave. You know why I think that? Because they leave. Because they do. Because I live in reality. And I'm not going to stop thinking that way because they're going to keep leaving. <laughs> so you're just going to expect a brand new team next year. When they stop leaving, I'll stop thinking that they're going to leave. You just got to find a way to keep it. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I don't uh, I'm not taking any blame for this. I'm not trying to blame you. I'm just saying there's a systemic problem. I know. I've seen it. Frank Robinson. I've seen it too. Uh, yeah. look, we can go back to Mike Cook, yeah. Elijah Hughes, yeah. whoever. Yeah. It's but scary. I'm just, you know, it's scary as a fan, right? It's scary. It is. And I'm telling people to get in a new mindset with it that this is yeah. the real world. This is yeah. the reality. You look like you disagree with me. I'm or just something. saying, if if Ezra or RJ are sitting here listening to their show or or having, a, you know, or RJ was at the the watch lawn the other day. You know what I did? I gave him a fist bump and said, "Awesome season, man! Enjoy That's watching good. me play." I'm saying the fans don't need to be going up to the players and asking them, "Hey, man, you coming back next year?" But they're hearing it from other. Yeah, places I mean they too. are. All right, it's just right. It's just another. I would per- okay. I I kind of agree. I would personally not do that. Okay, well that's good. So there's one. 
you got one person now we need everybody else to do i mean i hear you i get it but like if everybody gave five dollars to the collective right now okay that's a whole different topic i totally Javon agree with Small that could return to school <laughs> <laughs> this is like those uh shirley who was the actress sally Stru- was it struthers or whatever do you remember they do those like psas like if you could donate one dollar you could da, da, da. Uh, the sally struthers anyway that, whatever yeah. I, I don't know sarah mclaughlin yeah save a dog save a crying dog uh we could bring javon small back for the low price of 250 a day <laughs> Two hundred fifty thousand <000. laughs> a day <laughs> all right all right well the gone. other the other factor of this too is obviously you don't want to lose javon small i'm not saying his departure is a good thing but it's not the team did learn how to play without him. They did. They won five of their six league games without him. They played some of their best ball down the stretch. You found out Jaden Walker can can be a point guard. So, you know, all is not lost. It, it, it sucks. Yeah. And They're uh, going to bring in new guys next gonna year that we're going to like. A point guard who's transferred from another school where their fan base is mad. So, I don't know. I mean, obviously it's not ideal but this it's is the it circle is. of life man this is this is the new world this is what it is it's not like it used to be <laughs> and it's honestly it's never been like it used to be here at ecu we had transfers before it became popular to transfer that maybe that that's the systemic part that you're talking about now it's easier to do it by the way we got two coaches that left today too I'm not gonna coaches I, transfer portal. I'm not gonna get emotional about that either because that's the way. I, I just I can't believe people still freak out about this stuff. Like, do you not watch sports news? Oh yeah, you have to kind of be numb to it. At some I am. Point. I really am. I'm numb to it. And uh, those coaches today, Chris Foster to Northwestern, and Latrell Scott to Maryland. I go. Yep. I didn't know about the Scott thing until I read Hoist the Colors. Yeah, I heard about it a few days ago. I was gonna keep it under wraps, but um. I think ESPN Adam Rittenberg put it out there. So I'm um, hoping to talk to Coach Houston later this week to get uh, some comment on that. But obviously, it's not ideal to lose two of your better assistant coaches and two of your best recruiters really as spring practice begins. And I don't think, you know, that's not how you draw it up. And I think at least one of them was a pretty big surprise. Things are happening quick because you got a lot of coaches leaving for the NFL. Oh, well, how did so? What about those openings at Northwestern and Maryland? Do you know specifically what happened there? Like, so Northwestern's coach went to the Broncos, okay, and then the other one went to Virginia Tech. Well, there you go. So uh, late, late moves, and then the, it's, it's all the domino. Yep. Yeah. So now uh, Mike Houston got to get on the horn. Uh, you did say I don't know if it was VIP or not. I go. Do they hire from within or do they look elsewhere? Uh, I think they'll they'll look elsewhere but like in the interim i mean you gotta you gotta have somebody practice. coach like yeah. tomorrow so like uh, you know maybe it'll be me and patrick patrick mason out there coaching uh the tight ends <laughs> i'll let you handle the tight ends i'll handle the uh hey, the running back so but uh yeah i think i don't know if you wait till after spring to hire them or try to do it now it's just they got a big recruiting weekend coming up too so it's just not great timing but you know that's college sports man you just yeah. find a way yep all right there's your good news for the day everyone <laughs> you feeling good about college athletics and where they are right now yeah those were positions of strength too and you just look at a tight end and running back and, yep and they already got a bunch of turnover there with both spots and you know the toughest thing is they brought in a running back transfer from georgia southern 
partly because of Chris Foster, who used to be at Georgia Southern, now Foster is going to Northwestern. So it's just college sports right now is just a crazy, yeah, crazy deal. It is. Uh, it's pro sports at a smaller level right now. Patrick, you need to run. Yeah. All right, I gotta get rolling. All right, we'll let you get out of here. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, thanks. Let me know about tomorrow. All you right, finish we'll do. this. I did. I go. Can you fill out a bracket before you leave? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll do it now. And uh, P Mace is in. We'll get Igo's bracket. Check out uh, Patrick's work, Daily Reflector Online, Reflector. Do you have uh, Iowa going all the way? I got him winning one game. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of confidence. Yeah, they do have Houston. I- I've seen on this the team second line all, all year. And they're playing uh, Auburn in Birmingham, which yeah. is not a great first-round draw. <laughs> I kind of won't, and I'm going to take Auburn to win if I don't watch the game with you, which is That's fair, I guess. that way. But, you know. uh, Houston against Auburn in Birmingham. Huh? Eh? Huh? Upset? Houston. <laughs> yeah. It, no, good. if Sasser's playing. If yeah, Sasser's not playing, I think they're a different team. All right, let's get a break in. Thanks for hanging out, Patrick. We'll yep, see thanks. you later. Uh, I go. Can you hang out another second? Or yeah, yeah, I got it. All right. We'll take a uh, break, come back. More to go Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance, insurance questions call 756-8300 today now let's head back in to prl here's clip back with you pirate radio live on a loyalty free wednesday um william i think you're trying to trigger me because i know you were in the chat earlier when we did our first segment when i talked about this he says does loyalty exist anymore in college athletics i think you're just trying to trigger me and i'm not even falling for that trap (laughs) Look, how many people, if you could double your salary, stay where you are? It's a great question, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's a really good question. It's a good question because yeah. I think we talked every, about it earlier. And not, every, every facet of life, it's hard to walk away from that opportunity. And you can blame whoever you want to for making that decision, but it's their decision, and they don't care how you feel about it. And if you made a decision, Javon Small is not going to care about it. Because it's about you and what you need to do with your life. And I ain't blaming nobody. I don't have any second thoughts about it. If you want to go, go. It's within the rules. And now it's Mike Schwartz's job to fill that spot and to bring in new guys. And that's just the way it is. And it's not good. It stinks. But it is the way it is. Uh, Jamil says money talks for a lot of these kids. It's life-changing for their families. Could be or it could just help them eat dinner at night whatever all right um eric said patrick has to be like pea soup and split that was a good one it's pretty good if shirley was uh at her chair she'd hit a rim shot but she's not uh chad blames it on the rain that's millie vanilli who steven has no clue who is chandler do you know millie vanilli millie vanilli was a pop group wasn't um 
they were known for lip syncing they were they got caught lip syncing sinking and like lost all their fame and everything like never put out any more music or anything i go what a busy news day i hadn't even talked about ecu losing in baseball last night <laughs> it's crazy man it's just like every time i think i have a, a, br- a time to take a breath it's just like oh, this is happening and you know what i, I got to give a shout out to uh to pirate nation because i can't tell y'all how many times like a fan will text me something that they're hearing and that allows me to follow up with people to get like what's really going on so like our i feel like pirate nation as a fan base does a tremendous job of hearing rumors and then letting uh me or whoever know and then we can confirm them so i feel like every time i've checked my dms today i'm kind of scared to check them again there's like a new rumor but uh it's that time of year man it's 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 frustrating to cover but it's also good for our business i guess that there's always stuff going on but yeah it's just it is uh yeah i don't know man it's I, I can't say I've ever seen two coaches, let alone one coach, leave on the first day of spring practice. So that that's quite a. Uh, that's more. Ball. Is that more surprising than small? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it really is to me. Like, again, transfer portal players leaving, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, nothing really surprises me anymore. Yeah. You have that initial like shock when you see it, but then you're like, oh yeah, well, it is what it is. And um, coaches leaving, though, usually you expect that. Again, you're not surprised if it happens, but you expect it in a certain timetable. Um, the start of spring practice is not when you expect that necessarily. So, yeah, that that throws a curveball. I mean, Donnie Patrick now is the offensive coordinator. He's got two less assistant coaches, if you think about it. You go from five to three. So when you're – So you've got the new O-line coach on staff Which is right already now. a lot to, to work around. you got Boyette, who was the receivers coach correct yep and you know he's got a background as a running backs coach so i would not be shocked if there's some movement there and he was a running back at duke donnie boyette new o-line coach coach mo as he's called um coach moog and who is the other uh you say raekwon boyette yeah boyette that's the three and including donnie yeah oh okay you get 10 uh on field assistants gotcha yeah so that is uh almost half of your offense there yeah and you're breaking a new offensive line coach so it's just it's a challenge um for coach houston and you're trying to develop players i'm trying to fill out my bracket as i I was going to say a challenge is doing a radio segment while filling out a bracket and like you haven't missed the beat i don't know if your bracket's going to be awful because you're giving this insight or if you're holding back on the inside because you're focusing on the bracket, I feel like you're doing a good job in both. Though. I'm a terrible multitasker too, so I, this is going awful. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean it's just you got a lot of moving parts with trying to figure out your your team. I mean I know they like the roster, um, but they're trying to figure out like who fits where, develop players. You know, Rajay is out this spring, even though he's around due to the uh, the injury. So. Like who's who's now going to coach him? Then you got the receiver position. Who's going to develop the next wave of guys? You know, you just moved Jalen Johnson. It looks like from outside receiver to the slot. The slot was coached by Latrell Scott, so it's just not ideal timing. But I'll say this: Look, Mike Houston. Every time he's been throwing a curveball or has had to make a hire or make a whether it's a personnel change, an assistant coaching change, he is 
more than proven that he's capable of finding a, a great replacement. This is just, from a timing perspective, not ideal. But I have no doubt ECU will hire. And look, ECU is paying a good salary for, you know, Sunbelt, Conference USA, Mac. Any of those coaches will get a significant upgrade by coming to ECU, even lower-tier American schools. So ECU is in a good position to hire a quality coach from the FCS wherever. Uh, it's just a matter of getting that done. Chandler, using your minor league baseball analogy, we're not like single A or Arizona League, but we're not major league. We're you know we're in a position where we can get coaches and players from programs lesser than ECU. So now there is a pecking order. ECU has always been. Um, underneath the big boys in the pecking order and now it's kind of more written out in dollar signs with all these uh collectives and things that teams have that maybe east carolina does not right now all right we do have a caller online one joe is in greenville what's up joe hey clip how are you and i go doing doing good man hey i wanted to ask either one of you because i'm sure y'all know more than i do without a doubt but I have talked to somebody very, very, very close to uh, a coach, and they told me the biggest drawback at East Carolina for the assistant coaches is the one-year contract. You know, and they this this person told me that East Carolina was the only school that they have been at where they only got a one-year contract. Now, I don't hmm. know. I, I don't know the ins and out of that. Is there a lot of schools that give more than one year? I assumed but, it was one year. I think pretty much all assistants in most schools are on one years. Yeah. Unless it's a coordinator job, sometimes you can get a like a Clemson a deal. coordinator or yeah. whatever. Yeah, well, this is uh, – I don't, I don't want to get too much. All I know is they left, and where they went to, they got a three-year, and they're not a coordinator. Yeah, well, yeah, could be. I was thinking. I was thinking along the lines y'all were thinking. I thought one year was the norm. Maybe that's a new trend. Yeah, or maybe something. it's it's changing. But typically, one year is is the norm, at least for schools. You know, in ECU's conference, and, and I think most regional schools. I, I just I may be wrong on that. Maybe it's changed, but I, I'm pretty sure one year is is fairly normal, unless it's like a coordinator, or some sort of special position. Yeah, because that's why I was a little bit surprised when this person said that. Because, like I said, I thought the one year was the norm, yeah. except for like a coordinator at Clemson or somebody at <clears throat> really, really big schools. Well, as you know, Joe, the norm continues to change in college college athletics. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you're not ahead of the times, you're behind the times, and maybe that is a, a new trend out there. Yeah. So. Okay, guys, great show. All right, Joe. Thanks, man. Here's Joe in Greenville. If you have a call, you can chime in, 317-1250, as Stephen Igo fills out his bracket, and Mike Houston tries to fill out his coaching staff, and Mike Schwartz tries to fill out his basketball roster. A lot of filling out today. Yeah. Um, by the way, I got a sweet 16, a sweet, sweet 16 matchup, and I just want it to come to fruition, which is why I'm picking it, but Memphis and Tennessee – Ooh, I like that in the tournament when it allows you bottom right. You hadn't got there yet, Igo. I'm doing that now. But potential for like a Texas, Texas A&M, which... I have A&M beating Texas. There you go. Um, Only because Steve Rockefeller is there. Yeah, Coach Rock. Who, which is uh, why you should not get attached to assistant coaches because then they leave for more money and then you pick them in your bracket and then when they lose in the first round to Penn State, I'm going to be pissed. 
I think I have Penn State winning. Um, Coach Rock, another example of a guy that left us. Uh, he did leave me a hat. We did a hat exchange before we left, so I do have that piece up. Also, I'm picking uh, St. Mary's to win a couple games just because every time I listen to your show, Jeff and they do, he's talking about how good St. Mary's is. Okay. I fully expect them also to lose in the first round now. Uh, I go tune in on your way to Clark LeClaire. You might already be there, actually. Uh, we're going to talk to Jeff Nadeau today about St. Mary's. So there you go. How far do you have them going? I have them beating um, VCU. And then who do they play next game? They play. They would play the winner of UConn and Iowa. Oh, I got UConn. I like UConn. I have, uh, I have Boise State beating Northwestern since Northwestern is taking away Chris Foster. I've got an interesting final <laughs> four, but I like it. You could probably do your whole bracket on like schools or players that They're have left coach. East Carolina, yeah. like Virginia, UConn, A and M, Northwestern, Maryland. Are you are you knocking out Maryland since they took Steve Ellis? Let's see. Wait, not where? Steve Ellis. Steve, where did Steve Ellis Steve go? W- Steve Ellis went to Louisville. Okay, they're not in the tournament. Uh, Maryland, I have. Latrell's I have winning. Maybe uh, I should change. Yeah, that. you need to change that, man. You need to make that right. All right, Igo's getting down to his final four here, and you're down to your title game. Tell us what you got. I have Houston beating Marquette in the championship, 72-70. A good old uh, Conference USA. USA showdown. I've got Bama, Marquette, Gonzaga, and Houston. I got the Zags, too. I loved UCLA, but they got some injuries going right now. So, uh, All right. Well, there you go. The bracket is in. Does anybody else have Houston? Uh, yes. I'm going to say several do. No. I took Texas. Which, yep. according to yours, is way wrong. Yeah, I have. Te- I'm not a Texas believer. I'm not huge on the teams that uh, he- Texas won the Big Twelve. Yeah, teams that win the, the conference tournament, I've always leaned against taking them to go deep in the tournament because I feel like you expend some energy there. But we'll see. Texas and Duke are both great teams, but I have them losing both in the second round. All right, uh, Tennessee. Go. Everybody talks about how much Rick Barnes struggles in the postseason. Nobody's talking about him this year. Maybe this is the year they finally make a run. I like the teams getting disrespected, and yeah. I think Tennessee is one of those. Uh, I've heard a lot of watch out for Lafayette, and and you're right, yeah. Rick Barnes not making a run. That bracket, though, is awesome, man. The East. It is Purdue. the most diverse. Memphis can make it run, man. I mean, yeah. FAU. Like It wouldn't shock me if FAU wins that first game and beats Purdue. Yeah, I'm probably, and I think I have that. I think I have Memphis, although I don't know if they'll beat FAU beating Purdue. Yeah, like that's the thing. FAU is it's really good. Uh, we have wall-to-wall coverage of the tournament coming up Thursday, Friday. You need to go? Yeah, got to head to baseball. Thanks for hanging out. A lot going on. Hoist the colors. Make sure you check it out, folks. We're also running a 50% off VIP special. There you go. And uh, VIP is the place to be. The VIP chats every Monday get me through my lunch. Uh, so check that out hoist the colors i go we'll talk to you later all right let's uh take a break we'll come back and wrap up hour number two hour three we've got the big man on campus jeff nadu joining us and more we're back with you pirate radio live after this
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. They're open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. All right, Friday is St. Patrick's Day. It is here, and there is no better way to celebrate than with our friends at Christie's Pub this Friday, March 17th. Christie's Europe Pub on Jarvis Street in Greenville will be having a uh, we'll have a full day of music and fun in the parking lot starting at two o'clock from two to four. It's Bill Redding and friends. David Dixon will be jamming out from four to six, playing the tunes from six to eight. It's William Seymour and closing out the night. It's the Steel Shakers from eight to eleven. It is a cash. There will be a cash bar outside, so bring some cash and feel free to bring a chair. The kids uh, bring your dogs and a healthy appetite. Music moves to the patio at six. And uh, they'll have their awesome corned beef cabbage. Uh, and feature menu starts at 5 o'clock. For more information, check out Christie's Europe Pub on Facebook. And be sure to check out their website at Christie'sEuropeHub.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday, our final show of the week, because we have NCAA tournament action going on Thursday, Friday, also Saturday, Sunday right here on pirate radio uh let's get our flight by yingling ecu practice report we'll double down on this today because we'll hear what mike houston had to say after the first day of spring practice uh, coming up in our third hour but right now we'll hear what kim mcneil had to say yesterday uh she met with the media and talked about taking on texas texas it is the flight by yingling ecu practice report brought to you by flight by yingling don't just raise a glass raise the bar flight by yingling the next generation of light beer and available wherever beer is sold here is coach mcneil as she met with the media Coach, you've had a few days to kind of look at Texas, sort of match up. Just your thoughts on, you know, the challenge at hand going to Texas. Yeah, they're big. <laughs> they're they're really really big. I mean, they they have an unbelievable rotation of post players that are six three and above. Um, they're physical. They're athletic. Um, they really get after on the offensive boards. You know, that's our biggest concern is being able to box them out and limit them to one shot. Um, they got some guards that can shoot it. Obviously, they get after it defensively just as just as we do. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge, but it's gonna be a good challenge. Can you compare them to anybody y'all y'all face this year? Or is it just t- tough to do that? Um, I think it's a variety. I think defensively they're very similar to Houston. You know, they're out in the passing lanes. They'll pick us up full court man. I think as far as a, a post presence, I think it would probably have to be like a Wichita State, you know, with Cobert and Asinde, but they just keep throwing them at you. I looked at their roster. I think they got more post players than they two cards. After the whirlwind that was this weekend, and what's it like been getting back to practice and getting back to work? Yeah, so yesterday it was, uh, we were a little rusty. You know, we hadn't been on the court since Thursday night, you know, and just tired, sore, you know, over the last three days. So yesterday was about knocking the rust off, just trying to get up and down the floor a little bit, get some shots up, get some layups going. Um, we did go over a couple of the things that we think they're going to do against our matchup, um, but it was just good being back out on the court, um, good being back with each other again. Take us through the schedule when you guys will head out there. Do y'all practice there and kind of the, the week that is uh, yeah. coming up? Yeah, so we practiced yesterday. We'll practice today, practice tomorrow. 
Um, Thursday's gonna be a travel day for us. Um, we don't still don't know yet when we're leaving. NCAA controls all of that, um, and so we'll you know take off Thursday, get there, and do a practice day on Friday, and then play late Saturday night again. <laughs> Have you reached out to maybe other coaches or other people who kind of just been through this process to kind of just get a sense of, of what it will be like? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I did it as a player and I did it several times at Georgia and at Cal, you know, so it's um it's an exciting time. You know, it's going to be, you know, a lot of cameras in the faces, you know, open practices, um, you know, security uh, escorting us everywhere. So, you know, it's going to be a, a really good, unbelievable experience for the girls. I, you know, I can't wait for it. You know, yesterday we talked about it. You know, we we punched our ticket. We accepted our ticket. But we want to go and make some noise, you know, so we got to get back locked in and practice and, and really get focused on the game plan. You know, Coach Corey has a scout, so he'll have us very well prepared. Um, and we just got to go out and execute the game plan. You mentioned all the extra stuff. How do you keep from that kind of being a distraction? Because that's totally new from the yeah. player. Yeah, it definitely is. It's, um, you know, we've had two young ladies that's been in this situation. It's Micah Dennis when she was at Oklahoma State and Kimora Jenkins at Georgia. So for everybody else, I think the first couple of days, eyes are going to be wide open, you know, but we got to just keep them locked in, you know, what we've been working on, you know, all season long. And our model doesn't change. Like, we just want to continue to get better. You know, we still got a lot of work to do. We still got areas that we can get better at, and, that, and that's going to be the focus. You've obviously looked at the tape by now. What is a University of Texas environment like? Are there fans? Do they pack it in? Is it loud and crazy? Or how? how what, what, what are you getting into there? Yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. You know, they got a, a new arena down there. Um, I would expect thousands and thousands of fans. You know, I've been to Austin, Texas before, and their fans are just as supportive as the Pirates are. You know, so I expect it to be um, very loud in there, you know, very crazy, but a great atmosphere. You know, I told the girls, this is what you came here for. You know, this is what you came here for to win championships and to be able to play in the NCAA tournament. You guys, I don't know if they'll use it as a rallying crowd, but being picked 11th, obviously as underdogs, can you use that again going on the road? I'm sure a lot of people pick Texas to win. Do you, will you try and use that as motivation or do you even have to? Yeah, you know, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. I found an article, you know, in the um, USA Today that said, you know, we're one of the four people that consider a Cinderella team. You know, so that's obviously motivating. And then Amaya Joyner found last night on ESPN where Charlie Cream said that, you know, Texas is going to beat us. You know, so we're doing whatever we can, you know, to fire the kids up. But I think they're just excited. You know, they're excited to play again. They're excited to play against a really good opponent. You know, Texas had some injuries earlier in the year that I think if they still had those kids, they'd be a top 10 team in the country. You know, so that that's exciting. That's it. That's motivating within itself to be able to go against some of the best teams in the country. You guys had a bunch of time off before the tournament, and now you got like I guess about a week or even more this time too. Did you learn anything during that that break that can help this time around? Yeah, I tell you what we did during that break was we did a lot of special situations. You know, we do about maybe an hour of practice and then spend the last 30 minutes of just breaking down. You know, there's three minutes left to go, tie game, eight seconds left to go, we're down one. Just a lot of different scenarios, and I really think that helped us in the American um, championship game, in all the games of the girls just understanding in these certain situations, what we need to do, where the ball needs to go, what type of defense we need to play. And I think it really helped us down the stretch. When you look at Danae's season, I mean, obviously she played a pretty big role for you guys last season, but 
when did you think she was going to make that jump? Or what, what point maybe did you realize, hey, she's going to make this jump and be as good of a player as she turned out to be? Yeah, well, when we got her off the portal last year, you know, we had, you know, really high expectations for her. Um, obviously, she had a rough season with losing her grandmother and then breaking her hand. And and for our, our system, especially defensively, it takes kids a while, you know, to get used to it. You know, but we felt like she was a perfect fit with her athleticism, with her ability to score the ball. And just this last off season in the spring, like when April, May, I mean, she stayed here all summer, stayed in the gym and is still in the gym, was in here yesterday morning with Coach Corey at eight o'clock in the morning. You know, so she's a gym rat. She wants to get better. Um, but I, you know, still the beginning of last year, non-conference, still didn't see the numbers that she put up in conference play. And I think once conference started, her, her confidence just built, you know, obviously the coaching staff has a lot of confidence in her and her teammates do too. But, you know, for me, I always tell her like, be a complete player. Like you can affect the game in so many different ways, as you saw in conference in the conference tournament. You know, Tulane was face guard. You know, she kind of struggled against Houston. And my thing to her is, you can rebound the ball, you can defend. If your offensive game isn't going, you can give us a whole lot of other things. And she definitely can be a complete player. And she has an extra year left. Yep. Do you know if she's coming back, or is that kind of a postseason thing y'all talk about? No, she told us back in November she's coming back. Right. You know, so we're excited about that. Coach, you talked about this job. When you took this job over here, you talked about wanting to bring positive attention. And here you are right now. How is it making you feel to see, to see the positive attention you're getting? Man, I've gotten so many emails, so many text messages, not only just about, you know, the play that we're doing on the court, but just what my kids are doing in the community, what they're doing in the classroom, how they're carrying themselves. And to be honest with you, those emails mean more to me than anything. You know, just the positivity that they're giving off in the community, the role models that they are for young kids and also young boys, you know, um, that just tickles my heart because that's for me, like I came here to win championships, definitely. But my ultimate goal is to develop young women, to get them re really ready for the real world, uh, to be positive influences. And I think we're doing that. I think we've been doing that. And just winning just makes it even extra special. Is that your motto? go along with family is that kind of where it all stems from definitely I mean we talk about you know life all the time we talk about you know when you leave here you know we talk about developing relationships we talk about learning how to talk to people how to communicate to people um, and I just think you know they're gonna be ready for the real world not completely because they don't pay bills right now you know they're college athletes they are you know getting these stipends and things every month but um, you know I, I just want to be prepared for the real world and I've gotten so many emails just talking about like you know how you know how well they speak how articulate they are how they're always saying thank you you know just and to me that's that's what it's all about kim mcneil on our flight by yingling ecu practice report and how exciting is this folks east carolina is a part of the madness women's tournament begins friday but ecu doesn't play friday afternoon or friday night or saturday afternoon or saturday early evening they're playing the uh, last possible time they can play uh 10 o'clock on saturday night it'll be too late for us so we'll be in bed sleeping pro just kidding we will be right here psych in uniform psych. arms exposed shooter sleeve on which is actually a black church sock that i cut up and made into armbands. Well, we'll go back to the tattoo parlor and get our tattoos. We're gonna back get on. our tats back on. My God, folks, do you know how much that hurts? Yeah, it hurts, and to get it lasered off. To get a oh. tattoo put on, lasered off. We've had to do that now three times in the past. Week. My arm. Yeah, I mean, we got so many infections going on. 
I've got plenty. Of infections? That's sad. No. That's sad to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I want to no, My God, tattoos. why am I sitting right beside you? Tattoos. <laughs> tattoos. Tattoos. Um, maybe Shirley will take one off and let me borrow it. If you just cut off. Okay, that was going to be gross. I'm talking about cutting off flesh and stuff. Yeah, that's, move on from that. yeah it's taking a little too far there. We'll but. be here Saturday night, 10 o'clock. Watch along. ECU and Texas. We owe them one. Um, Redbeard says, Stephen uh quote stop asking if players are leaving steven asking coach mcneil do you know if a player is leaving <laughs> i heard that too Redbeard. i heard that too <laughs> i heard that too Redbeard. hmm I, things I heard, that make you go hmm. i heard that Redbeard. let's take a break we'll come back when we return we'll talk a little spring football we'll update you on all the news of the day it's not good news if you're a pirate fan but it is news, and we will talk about it. Also, the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, before you fill out your bracket, check out one final interview. He'll have some uh, insight for you. That and more when we return. Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike's sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Flip. Back with you. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Tyler says, time to get weird Saturday night. It's definitely going to get weird. And it's not a situation where we go into it like, hey, let's let's be weird. It just happens organically. Then again, when you've got two, one grown man, one young man coming into his own and then a grown woman wearing basketball jerseys and acting a fool you're you're already in a weird situation it'll get weird saturday night and we'd like for you to be weird with us as we bring the energy bring the noise bring the funk and try to pull ecu through a major upset last check pirates were a 20 and a half point underdog to texas we'll have to get an update on that um eric said i could hear a slight tremble in kim mcneil's voice when patrick mason asked his first question he is ruthless <laughs> we're really trying to turn patrick into this heel and he's like the nicest guy ever uh that never hangs out with us outside of work randolph is in the youtube he said boom boom shake them longhorns ladies pirates Randolph, how you feeling about Ezekiel Elliott taking his fat ass somewhere else? Who's at center now for you guys? Y'all have a good backup center? Y'all got a good uh, depth on the O-line? Zeke. Man, uh, he's going to look weird in another uniform. wonder where he goes. He needs to go... Like if Brady was still with the Bucks and they were still doing their old man thing in Tampa, 
He could go there. I feel like he's going to go to a contender. You know what I'm saying, Chandler? Mm -hmm. So where would that be? Uh, Kansas City. He doesn't really fit in. He catches the ball, though. I could see a Kansas City. I could see who are the other like like Bills. Bills. Like I see him going to a good team on a one year deal type of thing. Maybe San Francisco? Yeah, I was thinking about them, but they tend to just kinda well, they have Christian McCaffrey now, for yeah, one thing. That is true. Uh, but before that, they would just kind of go with whatever ran- random running back was healthy. What about uh no, they've got uh some young guys. Who? Um, the the Broncos. Uh, yeah, but I saw during the combine a Broncos reporter saying that the Javante Williams injury may be worse than they are putting on. Ooh. And if that's the case, they need a guy because like Williams, it looked like he was going to be a stud, but his health uh, in question right now. Yeah. So that could be, yeah. If Sean Payton wants to try to go ahead and rally and try to win one with disappointing russ he could bring in disappointing zeke to go along with that so uh just fun to follow this nfl free agency all right um looking forward to sports trivia tonight we got ncaa tournament questions three rounds come out and hang out with us and you know aj's is going to do it big for st patrick's day as well going to be a fun time to be there we got the first four by the way on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by dubuck dubuck Tonight, you've got Texas Southern versus Fairleigh Dickinson. And Texas Southern, their record is 14 and 20. And you're like, yeah, how are they? How did they even win their conference in the league? Check out who they played this year. They played Arizona State and won. They played Oral Roberts, lost by 18, tournament team. They played at Houston, lost by almost 50. They played at Auburn, lost by 16. That's a tournament team. They played at Kansas, lost by 30, tournament team. And they played at Wichita State, lost by nine. So hung around against them. Um, you can throw San Francisco in there, who's a pretty good West Coast Conference team, lost by 13. Did I mention Texas Tech, who was ranked at the time, lost by 20? They lost all those games other than a win against Arizona State, which is a good win. Uh, so that is why their record is what they is. They just play a brutal non-conference schedule, which I guess got them ready for conference play and their conference tournament. And that is why they are favored tonight against the 19-15 and 15 team. So you kind of go beyond the record there. Speaking of Arizona State, maybe if Arizona State had beaten Texas Southern, they wouldn't be in the first four game tonight. Uh, Arizona State taking on Nevada. We'll talk about that one with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. And I always say Nevada instead of Nevada. Is it Nevada? I say Nevada. Shirley? I say Nevada. You do? I do. I do that too, and I don't think it's right. Um, Our buddy, Wager McGee. Are you tired? A little bit. You have yawned this entire segment, and that one was right into the microphone. Is there anything we can do for you? Slap me across my face. Shirley? Shirley's been waiting for that invitation (laughs) for years. I've slapped him everywhere else. (laughs) I know. Just not across the face. Chandler, you got uh, baseball trivia. You got a big night. Are you yawning again? 
This is incredible. Right in my face. He can't stop. You got first four tonight? Like, tomorrow, games all day? What's going on, man? You been... What'd you do last night? Burning the midnight oil. Look at him rubbing his eyes. Do you need a blankie? (laughs) (laughs) Is this on camera? Yeah, it is on camera. So people can see it. I'm not making it up. What'd you do last night? Nothing. I literally... I watched... um, I went up to Virginia and stupidly put a bet on the Hornets. What are you, it's college. What are you doing? Oh, but you but did that, something smart, too. I, yeah, I did. What's that? I watched the first four games, and I took the under in the pit game. Why, why'd you do that? Because of you. Well, what do you mean? Because you said, one, because you got off to a great start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the Corpus Christi guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, three and a half point favorites, and it took them to the literally the last second. One to free go, throw. To go to the free throw line and sink one to win by four. And I was like, man, this guy, hey. Mr. I, March. I, I forgot that you had that thread last year on Twitter. Yeah. Which was a lot of fun, like following that, following what you were uh, betting on. And I was like, hey, he's 1-0. And and you said the next game, I'm going with the under. And I said, you know what? Me too. And did you watch the first half? Yes. When they could not miss a three, Uh neither team? Yes, I know. (laughs) I was sitting there thinking, oh, my God. And then, by the way, folks, I told you. What did I say yesterday? Mississippi State games, they're a nightlight. Put it on and you'll fall asleep. And it was that kind of game. It was boring. It was awful offense. I don't know how those teams made it to the NCAA tournament. Um, but, yeah, the under hit. Shirley? May I ask a really stupid question? I love stupid questions. There is no stupid question, but go ahead. No, this is probably going to be a stupid question. Did you literally drive to Virginia and place that? Yeah, you can't legally bet in North Carolina, yeah. so we have to drive to Virginia. Hopefully one day. It's only a couple hours. We'll be able to... I ain't legally, got that kind of time. Legally wager in uh, in North Carolina as Chandler yawns again. Unbelievable. Eric says, what has gotten into Chandler Honeycutt? He's usually the consummate professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Eric. I don't know what's going on right now. Coming up tonight, you can hear it right here on Pirate Radio. Our coverage begins at 6.30. Fairley Dickinson versus Texas Southern. I always said Farley. Nevada. <laughs> The fighting Farley. A.K. Nevada taking on Arizona Stott. Bobby Hurley versus Steve Alford. And if they go to overtime, they should play one-on-one and see who uh, who, stills get, who still has it. Those scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall presented by the Buck. The Buck. Scoreboard. I left out that word. Yeah. All right. Let's hear um, from Mike Houston. Maybe a Mike Houston impression will wake you up. Can you give us one of those? Uh, How was spring uh, ball yesterday? Really good. The The kids were really competitive. They were physical. Uh, we have a really good bunch. Really good bunch. Uh, they're very hard-nosed. And uh, I thought they were very energetic on the first day. Uh, really looking forward to the spring game. We're having a spring game. We're having a spring <laughs> game April 8th, uh, 11 o'clock. Uh, but a really good first day and uh, looking to improve. All right, let's see if Mike Houston used any of those buzzwords as he spoke yesterday for the first time in a spring ball. Practice one in the books for 2023. So, uh, you know, it was a pretty windy day out there, and it, was, it wasn't helmets. So it's, uh, you know, some, uh, some of that stuff's not really real, real, real football yet, but it's good to be back out there on the turf. And I thought the kids had a lot of energy and a lot of enthusiasm. 
Uh, obviously, a lot of new faces uh, in the lineup, you know, especially offensively. And so, uh, but they, you know, those, a lot of those guys have been waiting their turn and uh, been working really hard to uh, to be ready when that time come. And I thought that uh, you know all that uh, created just a lot of positive energy out there. So, uh, you know, good good solid day one. And uh, you know, I told them the goals to sharpen things up and look a little bit better on Thursday and uh, and focus on getting better every day. So. We'll be in helmets on Thursday. We'll be in shells Friday afternoon, a little bit shorter Friday afternoon because we'll turn right around and go Saturday morning. We'll be full pads uh, Saturday morning, our first uh, live contact of the spring. So, uh, you know, it should be an exciting week. Questions? Coach, not that you guys are starting over, but with so many kind of guys maybe elevating into bigger roles, do you feel like it's more teaching this time, time of year maybe than past years? As far as I could, well, yeah, and uh, you know, it's you know, you, you look like I said, offensively, you know, those guys in that first huddle, even though they've not really been in the first huddle a whole lot, they've all been in the program, and so it's uh, you know, it's not like they don't know what they're doing, and not like they you know can't go out there and do it. You know, they've been preparing for this. Um, I think there's a lot of teaching going on with some of our younger players, uh, and that's uh, that was the big focus today was just you know. Coaching them really hard, kids being coachable. I told I told the kids, I said, "Listen, if you screw up, you screw up. Nobody's going to yell at you for screwing up. Just great effort and great energy." That was our big focus for the day, and I thought we had that. I guess sort of going off that, as as you get multiple years into this, like you doing this, like how has maybe the goals or the shapes of these spring practices changed over the years? Well, you know, it's I think you know you look at the roster top to bottom. I mean, I think you know you have a very solid roster. And you have a lot of guys that have been in the program for multiple years, and so it's you know, it's not like you're out there coaching effort and attitude. You know, it's not like you're 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 out there, you know, coaching you know all all the little stuff that you had to coach early on. You know, that stuff you know is kind of ingrained in all those kids. Uh, and you know, the new faces, you know, basically what you tell them is if you don't know what to do, just watch the guys in the in the first group. You know, because they're going to do things right most of the time. So. Um, I think that's the advantage of you know being here multiple years in. Um, now you you know you go through this when you you know you had a couple of guys declare early, you had a, you know a, a couple of seniors that had been here for a while, and when those guys graduate out, and you see this in programs across the country, uh, you know you got to be ready, have the next guy ready you know to step up, and so that was uh, you know that was what you what you saw out there today. You talked a lot. You talked about new faces. How many uh, freshmen have entered the spring? No, as far as freshmen, um, there's only a handful of freshmen. You know, you have uh, Javius uh, Bond, the running back. You have Cam Durant, the offensive lineman. You have Raheem Jeter, uh, freshman quarterback. You have uh, Brock Winstead, freshman long snapper. Will Coach, freshman offensive lineman. Um, that may be it for freshmen, unless I'm forgetting somebody. I don't think I am. Uh, you know, the rest of the new faces are, you know, transfers. We have some new walk-ons. Uh, so you have some stuff like that. How did Mason do that? Well, he was good, you know, very comfortable. Um, you know, the good thing is, you know, that wind out there, you know, he's got the, the velocity on his throws to where you know, he is able to throw through the wind. Uh, but I thought he had uh, good command of the offense. Uh, I thought he, he, he looked very comfortable out there. Wrapping up winter workouts with Big John, um, did anybody stand out and making some big time gains or anything? Yeah, I mean, I think you, I think you have a lot of guys that stood out. And uh, like you know, it's you looked like a guy like Marlon Gunn, 
you know, he looked like a kind of a guy on a mission during winter workouts, and you know, because he is. I mean, he's you know, he's he knows he's competing for a significant role this year, and that's you know, he's working hard to prepare for that. Kerry King, you know, that's another guy that's really you know had a good winter. I thought he was uh, I thought he was very consistent today, and uh, you know, really you know, doing things right, very decisive in his movements, and. Uh, you know, just looked very comfortable out there. So, you know, I think you got a lot of guys that are, uh, you know, have worked very hard for uh, this this time. Going off that, it seems like uh, Danka. I don't know if it's a new number or what. But he looks like a. Uh, Jeez, a he's, out there. he is long as all get out. Now, he, he doesn't know where he's going half the time. You know, but he, the good thing about him, now he goes hard. He goes hard. You know, he is a long, athletic kid, uh, and certainly. You know, you're going to be able to do some different things with him, both defensively and on special teams. And, you know, I hate that Jeremy is out this spring. Uh, you know, the good thing is we'll get Jeremy healthy and he'll be back. And Jeremy's an experienced player. But it does give opportunity for, you know, guys like Jack. You know, Jack's got a chance to really solidify himself uh, as a kind of a, you know, a cornerstone guy defensively this spring. And then a guy like uh, Sam is going to get a lot of reps, a lot of coaching, a lot of work. And so you should see him develop really, really solidly as we go throughout the spring. You know, with some like new, even new, like some new coaches, like I think Shank I was going to, is it good for them just to kind of get to know? Well, Shank, Shank, Shank was still around out there. Okay. No, he was, he was still lurking around out there. He, he he's not, he's not going to be too far away. But no, nah, it's uh, you know we got uh, you know with Jules and uh, Allen both, uh, you know two, and you know, I think that you know have shown themselves right now to already be just you know. Really good hires. I'm I'm very pleased. Uh, they're both just solid character people and uh, very knowledgeable. Uh, they have really connected with the players uh, very well so far. Uh, you know, Allen's got a lot of enthusiasm with those offensive linemen. So, uh, you know, that's uh, it's going to be a lot of energy out there. I, I told the the linemen that when you know when we get the O line D line together and you got uh, Coach Tesh and and, and Allen out there in the middle of it, uh, you know they they maybe end up going one on one or something like that. So, but uh, I thought I think you know those two guys are great uh, great additions to our staff. Yeah, we'll probably know more about the offensive line when y'all put pads on. But how much are these first few weeks determining like where maybe guys fit? I know they all right. Stroder and a couple other guys play, but just right. some of the moving pieces there. Well, you know, you feel like if everybody was healthy, you know, you got a couple of them that are watching right now. If everybody's healthy, you have a, a very solid five. You got to kind of just figure out, you know, who goes where kind of deal. And you know, with a couple of guys out, you have some some other guys getting opportunities to show that they belong this spring. So, uh, yeah, there's some known commodities. Uh, there's also some guys that, uh, like we talked about, with some other positions that have been kind of waiting their turn. And so, uh, you know. With with Lyman, really with the, the the roster in general, and you know until we get to Saturday, you know you, you can't put a whole lot of stock into a helmeted practice. I mean, there's lots of guys that look good out there, you know, in helmets. All right, Mike Houston, there that gets the uh, juices flowing a little bit, talking some football, hearing some names. Um, I was a big Danka guy, Sam Danka, I believe his name is. Talked about him last year and kind of a uh maybe a project but coming into his own and mike houston liked his energy i loved hearing mike houston say that 
Marlon Gunn was a man on a mission during winter workouts and coming in strong. Did not know Jeremy Lewis uh, was not going to be a part of spring ball, but they plan to get him back going. But that allows other guys like Danka and others to step up. So uh, good to hear from Coach Houston after day one of spring practice. We'll have plenty of pictures, video, audio, and otherwise talk interviews coming up throughout spring football so very excited to add that onto the plate with the march madness with the ecu women's hoops and of course pirate baseball quick update on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck ryan mccrystal gave it a ride chandler but uh warning track power as the pirates go down in the first yeah the, the swing looked good it looked the uh it looked good coming off the bat it looked like he got all of it but maybe that wind was a factor in it uh dying out there in center field and uh it is still zero to zero top of the second garrett sailor still dealing as he gives up a base hit i was a sailor surely um i asked a question i was a sailor thank you by the way pirates in the pinstripes today i was a sailor i was a sailor (laughs) (laughs) uh surely i asked a question off the air a trivia question regarding uh women's basketball earlier yes and did you say as a you said did you say the name kelsey plum yes kelsey plum i i beyond i have not heard of kelsey plum until i retweeted her yesterday she is one of the uh elite players in the wnba plays for the las vegas aces i feel that in my plums (laughs) 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 so i've never heard of her but i'll retweet anything funny on twitter oh yeah Robert Griffin III. Do you know who Kelsey Plum's uh, married to? Charlotte? Yes, I do. Why ain't you, Miss Entertainment News? Do you, Chandler? Is it Darren Waller? Okay, all right. I'm way behind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert Griffin III said, Darren Waller just got married to Kelsey Plum of the Las Vegas Aces, and Josh McDaniel's wedding present was to trade him to the New York Giants. McDaniel's is not a romantic. And Kelsey Plum retweeted that and said, probably because he wasn't invited to the wedding, LOL. Oh, Kelsey, now I will tell you. That was uh, funny. uh, You need to go back, if you you have time, go back and uh, YouTube uh, the Las uh, Las Vegas Aces when they won the WNBA title. I want to say it was this past year. Kelsey Plum is hysterical. In some of the uh, post-game uh, press conferences uh, after that WNBA championship, it is hilarious. I love her name, Kelsey Plum. <laughs> um, that was pretty fun. By the way, uh, Josh McDaniels so ripped the Broncos apart, went back to his cushy Patriots job, goes to the Raiders, gets rid of Derek Carr, gets rid of Darren Waller, is he just going to try to destroy every AFC West team? Does it's he, possible. I'm sure he has a vision in mind, but judging by his track record, does anybody think this is going to work out good for the Raiders with Josh McDaniels? No. I don't know. Um, I just Because find, it seems like the only person that can rein him in is the hoodie. So if I recall, McDaniels got rid of Jay Cutler smoking Jay. Did McDaniels draft Tebow? I want to say he did. But anyway, they did get rid of uh, Smoke and Jay. Maybe they brought in Kyle Orton. Either way, I know Igo and Broncos fans don't like him because 
of uh, his moves there and he wasn't there long he was there long enough to lose and that's about it so anyway all right uh we need to take a break when we return big man on campus jeff nadu we'll talk some college hoops we'll also make you a winner and open up the booty bag that and more on the way on pirate radio live here on a wednesday back with you after this Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's uh, Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women, whether it's dress, casual, or even a formal occasion. Russell's has you covered. They have served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington. Pirates supporting Pirates. And it is St. Patrick's Day on Friday, and this uh, St. Patrick's Day is here, and there's no better way to celebrate than with our friends at Christie's Euro Pub. This Friday, March 17th, Christie's Euro Pub on Jarvis Street in Greenville will have a full day of music and fun. In the parking lot starting at 2 o'clock, from 2 to 4, it's Bill Redding and Friends. David Dixon will be jamming out and playing from 4 to 6. Playing tunes from 6 to 8, it's William Seymour. And then closing out the night, it's the Steel Shakers from 8 to 11. It's There's a cash bar going to be outside, so bring some cash. And feel free to bring a chair, the kids. And heck, bring the dogs as well and a healthy appetite. Music moves to the patio 6 to 8 p.m. And they'll have their famous corned beef and cabbage, which I had last year. It was delicious. Go out and try it for yourself this Friday. The feature menu starts at 5 p.m. For more information, check out Christie's Europe Pub on Facebook and be sure to check them their website at christieseuropub.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Brock. Thank you, Chandler. Looking forward to some fun times at oh, Christie's Europe Pub. It's going to be fun. Man, they put some stank on this song, man. I like this man, jam. It's good. Dog, it stinks. I always uh, think about these free instrumentals we get. And these are real songs that real people make. And they're like, I don't know, like, is it a house band? And they're like, all right, Jimmy, Joe, Maurice, we need to do, we're going to do, this one's called Funky Jazz Interlude. All right, and y'all take it from the top. And they just get, they just start killing it. And these unknown musicians, these faceless gods with their six strings and they're pounding the ivory and putting out jams like that. And we don't even know who they are. The unsung heroes of this world. And they don't want the spotlight. No. They don't want to be famous. They just want to say, hey, here, use this for some bumpers. But they were putting the stank on they just said hey you got that bag of stank he said yes <laughs> yeah and they mean, said, he said hey well, give it to me right quick and he reached in there and he just kind of sprinkled it on there they walk in the guy's got a face mask he's like oh you got uh did you test positive or club in contact with coat no i don't I, uh, not that it's just it stinks in here man i got y'all got that stank going on need a face covering because all that stank man you need some poopery because it's got the stank going on in here that is my new favorite song um, I think we should call it Stank. Stank. 
Hashtag stank. Stank boys. Stank. Stank. Uh, this team stanks. How can't far take in, you guys anywhere. How far you got stank going in the tournament? I've got them going to, I believe, the Sweet 16. That's too far. I'd like to root for uh, Baby T. And I like the big fella, Burns, too. But I don't like stank. And I can't trust stank. I've got them going to the Sweet 16. I've got mm. them losing to a team that I have in the national championship. But losing, and that is the Arizona Wildcats. Oh, yeah. Pac-12 tournament champions. I just, uh, I don't believe in them. I, I got Creighton beating Stank. Stank. They got some, you know, very exciting players to watch, like Burns and Baby T and Joyner. But I don't know. We'll see. All right. Let's uh, talk some hoops with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. He joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line from Barstool Sports. Big man, how you doing on this Wednesday? Good. How are you, Clint? Hey, doing great. And uh, Jeff, uh, first things first, we've talked a lot uh, this season, and there were a lot of teams that you liked, that you identified going into this tournament that uh, you wanted to back, that you've been backing this year. And I think you're sticking with those teams. And I want to ask you about them. Uh, Nevada, uh, who you know, is coming up tonight. Also, St. Mary's. You wanted to see Toledo in, but Kent State wins the MAC championship. You said last week that if it's not Toledo, you still like one of those top teams in the MAC to make some noise. So, what do you think about those teams in particular's matchups? Are you going to be, are you stubborn and sticking with them because you have all year, or do you still like them because you like the uh, the matchups they're in? What about those teams? Uh. Well, I think it's all about matchups, you know. Like, I'm not going to just stick with the team just because I bet them. It's really just coming down to the matchup. I mean, when it comes to Nevada, I, I personally made them a favorite in this game. So, yeah, I mean, to me, I'm going to play them at a two, two-and-a-half-point dog. I think they have a major coaching advantage in this game, at least to me. Um, and I look at just the matchup overall, I feel like, the defensive matchup works. It's a great mid-range offense. They're going to be forced into some jump shots, and they're great from the free throw line. They don't turn it over. They value possessions. And I think the real difference in this game is, is Jared Lucas, the, the transfer from Oregon State for Nevada. I think he's a big player for them. He scored 20 or more in the last three games. And I think for them, you know, if they can get some other production, I think they're going to win this game. As I said, I made them a favorite. So it, it's not always about just playing teams. It's all about matchups in this tournament. I've got uh, VCU and St. Mary's blank in my bracket the last game because uh, I could go either way. I wanted to talk to you first. You, you still like the Gales in this matchup with the Rams coming up? Oh, yeah. I think to win the game, surely. I mean, I think the game could be close maybe initially. You know, St. Mary's, I think, will, will find their way through the press. You know, you look at St. Mary's, I mean, they um they face kind of a a lot of different types of teams, I think, really prepares them. Their non-common schedule is one of the more interesting ones. I mean, they played Oral Roberts. Then they slowed it down and played North Texas. Then they played Hofstra, who wants to play really fast and up and down. Vandy, New Mexico, Houston, San Diego State. I mean, there's so many interesting teams. I think this sets them up really well in this tournament. They're a great defensive team. Um, that's something that's going to make things very difficult on BCU. And I don't know that BCU is going to be able to turn them over like maybe I think they want to. You also look at VCU, a lot of their offense comes from the free throw line. And San Diego State was pretty effective at, at just kind of defending at a high level without fouling. I think the difference in San Diego State, or uh, sorry, St. Mary's, is just the guard play. Aiden Mahaney is terrific. I like Logan Johnson. I just feel like for them, I'm, I'm a big fan of what they have. And 
the coaching edge is big here. I think St. Mary's wins the game, Sterling. I think they ultimately cover. Big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, joining us. Barstool Sports. Jeff, let's talk upsets, uh, some that I've seen thrown out. Of course, you got your 5-12s with San Diego State and Charleston. Uh, Drake, Miami, uh, a popular one. We talked St. Mary's VCU. You like the Gales in that one. Duke Oral Roberts, the other 5-12. Furman over Virginia, I've seen. Even Louisiana, Tennessee. How about you, Jeff? You're, you're most likely upset when you're eyeing here for uh, Thursday, Friday. Uh, Iona. I like Iona. Okay. Uh, pretty high on them this year. Uh, I think, to me, they're just a better version of what St. Peter's was last year. Uh, you look at this game, it's in Albany, a place that's not far from where they play. They play there every year when they go up and play Siena. Um, this is a nice matchup from a locality standpoint. You also look at this team. I mean, they're an elite defensive team, um, one of the best three-point defenses in America. They're going to pick your pocket and turn you over. And that concerns me with Connecticut because one of the problems I've had with this team, I mentioned it to you, um, is the problem with turnovers. I mean, Jordan Hawkins, uh, you know, had trouble at times. Tristan Newton was a problem, as, as you know, you know, being at ECU. You know, this is a, a team that has had trouble turning the basketball over. You also look at it in conference. I mean, they were tenth in the Big East in turnover percentage. It's too high. Um, I think for me, Iona's long, they're lengthy, and they're a better offensive team than than that St. Peter's group was. They're well coached under Rick Pitino. We know how good he is. I think this team can really hang in this game, and I got a feeling if they can get some good minutes out of Osborne Shema, their big seven-footer out of Rwanda, if he can give them 30 minutes in this game, I think they have a real shot to pull off an upset. I was really hoping this would be like a 7-10 start time. It's it's 4-30, but it still should be a great environment, right, Jeff, with the, the locale that it's in? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. I, I think anytime you know you look at an upset, you say, "Do I really think this team can win?" The two games that I had as kind of upsets were were this one, and then you know, I think it's really going to come down to for Miami with Drake. Can they get something out of Ormir? Ormir is a huge part of their defense and offense. The big kid out of uh, Arkansas State, the transfer. I think he could play a huge role in this game. I've heard through uh, the grapevine through someone close to him that he is going to play and he, he's going to be in there, but. Is he rushing back to play early? I don't know. Um, when we look at, like, Charleston, I don't see that. I think San Diego State just shuts them down and makes them play slow. Um, some of the other ones, I'm just not sure I see. Um, I think um, maybe one that, that's kind of interesting, uh, I don't know if it's really an upset, um, at least to me, just because I don't think that – I don't think Kent's that far off from where Indiana is. Obviously, the numbers will say it, but I think Kent matches up really well with Indiana. Um I'm interested in seeing what they do with Trace Jackson Davis, but on the perimeter, I think Saint, uh, Saint, I think Kent State is better guards than Indiana does. Um, this conference has been known to take teams to the cleaners. Remember with Akron last year with uh, with with uh, UCLA, I think Kent can do it again. Jeffrey Do, big man on campus, dropping his knowledge here on Pirate Radio on a Wednesday. Jeff, uh, how about first number one to lose, and, and you're looking at potential landmines for these number ones early houston could face auburn in birmingham if not they would take on iowa looking at kansas in the second round 
Arkansas team that just hasn't quite put it together all this year, but could at any time. And Illinois uh, has beaten good teams this year for Purdue. Man, I, I love that Memphis FAU matchup. I hadn't watched a lot of FAU. I watched them torch uh, UAB the other night. They are really fun. That Memphis FAU game is going to be great, and we'll see if one of them can hang with Edie and Purdue. And then Alabama, looks like they have a more favorable 8-9 game with Maryland, West Virginia. But how about you, Jeff? First number one to go down. Who do you got? Uh, well, you know, I think there's two that I would kind of highlight. I, I think for Houston, it really comes down to, is Sasser good to go? If he is, I don't see them losing probably to the Elite Eight, but – I mean, if he doesn't play, let's say, over the next two games, I could see Iowa or Auburn getting hot and, and, and giving them a game. He's really important to what they do, but I love Houston. I, I think he's fine, and I think he'll be good. Um, I don't think Alabama loses probably until at least past the Sweet 16. Purdue, I, I could see it, but I think the one thing we have to remember, and while I'm not as glowing as, kind of, as maybe I was, I think Memphis could lose to FAU. And the thing about Memphis or FAU, they're not going to have much time to prepare for that game on, what, Sunday? Um, and what what do you do in a, in a day and a half to get prepared for Edie? I think they kind of work well there. Kansas is a team I would probably pick. I think, you know, Arkansas and Illinois are both dynamic. I think Arkansas will win the game. And, you know, we know Eric Musselman's great in this tournament. They're fully healthy. They have the length, I think, to bother um, Dewan Harris, Jalen Wilson. And I don't love the front court for Kansas. I think if Kansas has an issue, it's on the front court. They don't have a, a Joel Embiid type of player or, or a big like that this year. And when you look at a team like Arkansas, they are pretty long and lengthy. They can really – I thought they did a great job with Brandon Miller uh, in some of the late games they played. You know, whether it's Black or Makai Mitchell or Jordan Walsh, this is a long and lengthy team. I think they could give Kansas some problems if they advance. Jeff, you're a, a pigs guy, a game-by-game guy, not necessarily a bracket guy, but I did hear uh, – I watched Big Man on Basketball with you and Kelly in Vegas earlier this week. You said you were going to fill one out. So, have you filled one out yet? And if so, who do you have winning it all? Yeah, so I, I have in the Final Four, Arizona, Duke, Gonzaga, and Texas. I have Texas beating Duke. We have the exact Final Four, so that's a good sign for me. And I do have Texas winning it all uh, against Arizona. So uh, I like where you're – I don't know if that's good for you that a square like me, Jeff, or maybe I'm a sharp. Who knows, big man? Maybe talking to you, you've just rubbed off on me these years. I I just look at with the Duke-Arizona game, if we got that game, I think for me, like, the big matchup would be awesome because it's two of the biggest teams in America playing each other. I just, to me, I'll take Jeremy Roach and Proctor and and, and some of those guys over Teresa. I'm just – you know, Crease, I'm just not a, a fan of. I think they get through this bracket. I don't think it's incredibly tough. Creighton's an interesting team. I think if there's one team that we've kind of forgotten about, it's that group. I, I think Creighton is – I think they're the best player on the board in two games. If we look at uh, two two uh, days of games, this first round, I think Creighton is the best bet on the board. I think NC State is as good a match as they can get. NC State struggled with a team like Clemson, <clears throat> very similar to Creighton. I think Creighton is a team we're forgetting about. Jeff, uh, tons of content coming out, out right now, including uh, the sit-down, which is uh, basketball-related, I saw, which is awesome. I look forward to checking that out. But how about other stuff you got going on uh, that we need to be aware of during this uh, NCAA tournament? Just trying to focus on doing as much as I can. You know, I'm just kind of on my own, doing my things, uh, trying to you know put out picks, have some fun, and uh, 
you know, just, uh, you know, it's what, you know what I've been working on a lot lately, Cliff, is, is trying to pioneer TikTok. Uh, TikTok is something that I started to get into over the last week. I'm trying to put out as many as I can and just trying to, to grow my, my, my other brands. The sit-down has been the one that surprised me. So, yeah, I, I talk about some basketball this week with the Mafia, so it's pretty cool. But, yeah, I mean, sit-down uh, stuff on TikTok is, is taking off. But college hoops, just trying to do as much as I can, spaces, shows, um, and and. Like that. Yeah, I, I love the um, kind of the crime meeting the sports, Jeff. That was good. Do you remember the uh, what was the Arizona State um, gambling deal? Who was the uh, yeah. what was the player's name? He had a, a cool, interesting name. I can't remember his name, um, but that happened in the nineties. Yeah, they did a, a point shaving uh, thing on on Netflix about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been all sorts of ones. Toledo. Uh, 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 Headache Smith was his name. Headache Smith, there you go, yeah. But um, but yeah, the thing is, Cliff, this is the only one I talked about this week was one involving the mafia. A lot of them are just like, right, like gamblers and like financial people. Yeah, this one involves uh, the Goodfellas crew. So. Awesome. Okay, yeah. I'll look, I'll, I'll definitely uh, give that a listen. Jeff, uh, enjoy the tournament, man. We'll uh, try to catch up with you again next week. Sounds good. Look forward to it. Jeff Nadeau, ready to go. Barstool Sports. We are your radio home for the NCAA tournament. Check it out Thursday, beginning at noon, Shirley. Actually, check it out tonight uh, as we have more first four action right here on Pirate Radio. All right, let's open up the booty bag and make you a winner. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. 317-1250. What are we going to give away on this fine Wednesday? How about lunch for two at Tiebreakers? Lunch for two at TB's can be yours if you are caller number 10. Caller 10, 317-1250. We're back with more Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust, like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt, First Bank, together with our customers are creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. And congratulations to Steve Hill of Greenville for uh, picking up uh, lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and has the best place is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, Steve Hill, trivia regular. We'll probably see him tonight. Um, my wife is not a tweeter but i guess follows me on twitter but never gets on twitter but gets uh email notifications sometimes when i tweet so i just got a text that said why did you change your name to clamp on twitter and i had to explain to her clamp down the battle cry for ecu women's basketball 
and she still doesn't get it so I'll, I'll explain it in person later it's too much to text but clamp down all of, people out there in the clamp down clan know exactly what it is and they know what it will be saturday night 10 o'clock when we are here in the pirate radio studios for our first ever ncaa tournament edition of a watch along let's show them an example of what we'll do on saturday night here we go clamp down clamp down clamp down clamp down clamp down that was it yeah that was an example i didn't want i am tired I need to rest up these next couple of days. I saw you uh, yawn earlier. I know. I'm right there with you, man. Do y'all believe that yawning is contagious? Of course it is. If you see somebody yawn, you yawn. I don't know what the science is behind that, but it is a thing for sure. In terms of? Yawning, if any. I All have right. to mention something just because I noticed things. and Do it. Um, The umpire... The home plate umpire for uh, tonight's game <laughs> is about four foot three inches tall. Ryan McChrystal towers over this dude when he stands up. Is and he when like, he's on his he's knees, like he's Danny DeVito size. Is he like on McChrystal's shoulder so he can see the pitch? Uh, I, I mean, McChrystal really has to get down there. I mean, he's down practically on his knees when he's catching so the umpire can see over. By the way, score update. <laughs> he Give disappeared. Uh, one nothing. Uh, top of the fourth. That will now be three to nothing. As there was a guy Son on a... second and third. Garrett Saylor gave up a hit to left mm. center. Both of those, both of those guys scored, and it is three to nothing. William and Mary. Ah! Eh, ECU will come back and win. They they usually do. All right, best game of each window. I'm going to give it to you real quick, so you don't even have to worry about it. Uh, in the early window Thursday. So for the folks that don't understand, it's Chandler Yawns for the 47th time. You've kind of got basically four games going on ish at the same time. You've got your your lunch time, your your lunch. You've got lunch. your early afternooners. You've got your evenings, and then you've got your late nighters. Best game Thursday in the early window. I think Furman, Virginia will be a good game, so I'm going to put that as my best game in the early window. Best afternoon game. Oof. You got two to choose from, Charleston, San Diego State, but I'm going to go with Illinois, Arkansas. That could be a lot of fun uh, and should be a very tight game there. Best game in the evening, Auburn, Iowa is going to be good. But let's go Duke, Oral Roberts. The line is only six oral roberts 30 and 4 let's see if they can hang with the dukies i'll put that as my best game in the evening and then late night penn state texas a&m uh should be a good one lower scoring probably but a close game so i'll go that on friday the friday uh, late night window is awesome by the way friday early let's go i would say vcu st mary's but it's going to be so low scoring i don't want to say that so i'll go usc michigan state love the trojans in the tournament i've ridden with them in the past uh in the afternoon i'm gonna go creighton and state total at 148 so they're expecting some points in that one and that really could go either way Uh, you just never know with nc state uh, in the evening, and you know what? Let me take that back because Iona and UConn is in that same window. And as Jeff Nadeau said, that is going to be fascinating. So move over, Blue Jays, Wolfpack, Iona, UConn, Patino, Hurley, Tristan Newton, 430 on Friday. That one takes the cake. 
Uh, in the evening Friday, Drake, Miami, or Providence, Kentucky. Pick your poison. I'll go Drake, Miami, because uh, Miami can score. That'll be a fun game. And then I like all of them in the late night Friday windows, my favorite window, I think. FAU Memphis might be my game of the first round. Really excited about that one, 920 Friday night. Montana State, K-State, I don't see an upset happening here, but I've seen that one picked, so it could be interesting. Kent State, Indiana certainly could be an upset. And then you got TCU taking on the winner of Arizona State, Nevada. So that should be a tight one. You could get four tight ones in that late Friday window. Uh, excited about that. Let's take our final break. We'll come back, get ready to wrap it up for the day and the week when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. The Dow had a rough day this afternoon as they dropped 280 points and closed at 31,874. The NASDAQ was up 5 points at 11,434. The S&P dropped 27 at 3,891. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to you, Clip. All right, wrapping it up for the week. Enjoy the March Madness on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll be back with you inside the Players' Lounge on Monday at 3 o'clock right here on Pirate Radio Live. If you're looking for something to do this evening, come on out to AJ's. Have a good time with us at Sports Trivia. And, of course, a lot going on with St. Patrick's Day on Friday as well. All right. We will see you Monday at 3 o'clock for Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt. I am Clip Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.